Hey, this is Paige Craig, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Hi, it's Jill Caroli, and you're listening to the Moto X Pod Show. Check one, two. I think we're live. We have, as usual, a few technical difficulties start things off. I think we're good to go, though. Uh, we're back with another episode of the Moto X Pod Show. Obviously, this week it's episode 237, brought to you by Cherubies USA. Before I even get this thing going, I'm really sick. Hopefully, I don't get these other two guys sick. So, you're gonna, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening, you're going to hear or see me blowing my nose and coughing and hacking. Sorry. That's the way it is. <laughs> if we're going to get through this show... You're going to have to deal with me being sick. But we're brought to you by Acherbys USA, which has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories for, for years, for decades. I already screwed that up. The products that fit perfect look great because I'm trying not to cough. I'm about to cough. <coughs> Damn it. Sorry, guys. It's going to be terrible. Uh, anyway, with products that fit perfect, look great, and last, Acherbys has what you need. They are a proud sponsor of the factory KTM team, Kawasaki, and many more. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, Visit acherbysusa.com and support our title sponsor and follow them on Instagram. And of course, let them know you're listening. Racetech's on board, with, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Also on board with the show is Fly Racing, X Brand Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, R Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID. I just got a, a proof on my new jersey. It's looking bitching. So hit those guys up at graphics at bermlords.com for info. Also, Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works. We actually have a Williams Moto Works racer in studio right now. We're going to talk to you in just a minute. Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off. This is the X-Brand Lucid Whole Shot Conversation. I'm going to introduce my guest or my co-host, Scotty. What's up? What's going on? You're you making going to be terrible. Scratching and surviving? Yeah, I'm coughing more now that we started than I have all day. It's those reeds, man. Those what? The reeds. Oh, the reeds, yeah. yeah. I might have to let you guys just do the show. <laughs> also in studio, guy made his pro debut at Thunder Valley. I don't know. I don't know how he feels about how it went. We'll talk to him about it in just a second. Doc Smith, what's up, dude? Not much. You're going to be brought to you tonight by uh, Williams Motor Works. How about that? I like to hear I that. I mean, the motor was ripping. I mean, we could do a Cherubis or Expert. Cherubis. If you can't say it right, they are not going to sponsor I, I, you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> chair. You're sitting in a chair. Bees. Bzzz, don't want to get stung by bee. A chair. Bees. I've heard it a thousand times. It's said different ways. You know, but it's a chair. Bees. Uh, okay. Okay, that's right. Understand? I will have your sponsorship pulled. <laughs> a chair. Bees. USA. Uh, yeah, Williams Motor Works, and yeah, uh, our. You know, we kind of got to hang out with Eli Tetzloff a little bit, who was out there. One of our listeners, his dad's one of our listeners, and uh, Eli and you lined up next to each other with the Williams Motor Works graphics. Look good. Yes, sir. 
you had the uh, metallic teal plastic. Your yeah, bike, your I bike got was the coolest so, little bike on the track. I got so many compliments on that that whole setup from my graphics company, like from them. And yeah, uh, you had like the metallic everything. graphics on the, yeah. on the metallic plastic. It looked, oh, it looked killer. Great. It looked great. Yeah, because I, I wasn't sure if I was going to like the teal. I dug it. Honestly, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. Yeah. The naked teal looked good, but I was like, I didn't know what the plastic, the graphics were going to do to it, and then it just made it look even better. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Did you see any of the pictures, Scotty? Yeah, I saw it. Looks, I like the full front number graph sticker that went all the way yeah. on the yeah. front fender. That was cool. Uh, tonight on the show, we got Marshall Welton. He made his uh, debut at the as, on the Hep Suzuki team. Uh, Max Volan's going to come on, and Derek Kelly's going to check in with us. He had a really great race. You guys talk about <coughs> Thunder Valley for just a minute. I got to go get a cough drop. Just all right. Let's, um, let's go. I don't want you to get into. How, I don't want to get into your day yet, Scotty. Just talk about the race. Talk about Kenny winning something. I got to go get a cough drop. Well, first of all, I thought that the they from the TV aspect when they changed the to. Uh, like the where they slowed it down and did all the little infield stuff, I like it made it look like a whole new track from the TV perspective. I was like, where? It took me a second to to watch them and figure out where they were on the track because they like they changed it so much. It's like I bet for you riding it, it was kind of hard because you've seen it so many times. It's one way, and then you got there and it wasn't that at all. Yeah, I uh, honestly I didn't do much research before I got there. Just watching. Well, I mean, the track just like watching that. over the years. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen it a, a thousand times, but. Uh, they also changed a couple sections anyways. Yeah. So, like, after the Thunder Valley Hill, they changed that down. Yeah. And uh, so it was a little different on that aspect. Were you uh, Were you doing, before the finish line, were you doing that little double on thing? did it twice. Was it, is it um, scary? It looked retarded. I did it twice just on my uh, my attempt at qualifying laps. And, yeah, we're going to uh, get into that. Yeah, we'll get into it. Did you like the track? It was, it was. Did he already ask you that while I was gone? Kind of, well, it was kind of, little, not really. It was super fun, and uh, it got gnarlier faster than I thought it would, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, we're all pro riders, so you're going to get a gnarly track fast. Yep. But yeah, I had I had fun with the track. It was, there was one really big triple on it that- uh, The one uphill or the one, the first one or the second one? The second one. Oh, yeah. The yeah. one closest to the finish line. Yeah, yeah. Like the one, yeah. Right before the- The one uh, coming out of that mechanics bottom. area. Yeah, you had to go really wide. Yeah, it was I, Yeah, I, it was I caught you- I think it might have been the first time you attempted it, and you yeah, just like cased, bounced off of it. I that was it so I, I was like walking from one. one area to the other, and as soon as I <laughs> I was walking over the right hander that right before the finish line, so there's like uh-huh. a hill, and I couldn't see you. I walked over that thing, and as I was cresting it, I see you just bouncing off of it and dirt going everywhere. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> oh, it, it hurt. I'm sure that felt I good shift, on the wrist. I, I came out of the corner and shifted up immediately. Yeah, and bogged a little bit, and I was like, that's it. I'm, I can't shut down now. Like yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. We're probably gonna case it, but I got good suspension, you know. So who does your suspension? Uh, we got Enzo. Enzo, yeah. yeah. No, it's not not Race Tech, not not a power band. But still, and it's, so you know, De- Craig Decker here locally is, is one of our buddies, so it does good stuff. As long as he didn't die over that, yeah, re- no re- kidding, crazy yeah. ass double. <laughs> um, I hope the I hope the cough drop isn't really cough picking drop. up and, and annoying. Yeah, I, I apologize it. if it is. Like I could either just not do the show, or we can just get through it. So I do. Before we get into more Thunder Valley stuff, we had a contest last week for a free set of fly gear. Mm-hmm. We got quite a few entries. Or you know what we asked for was I posted a picture on Instagram of fly gear. And I asked for our listeners to tag a friend that you would like to listen to the show that maybe doesn't listen. 
And we got a bunch. I, I don't even know how many. I didn't go look. What I did today is I sort of just opened that that post, mm-hmm. and I kind of like started scrolling up and down real fast, and yeah. then I just stuck my finger on a spot where it stopped. Yeah. And the winner is Trevor Paul at Trevor Box Two One Five. You're the winner of the fly gear. So what I need you to do is email us MotoXPodShow at gmail dot com. Go look at the Fly Racing website, flyracing.com. You can pick between light and kinetic, and I assume the new kinetic mesh also. But what I need you to do is give me three options, gear styles, gear colors, and I need all your sizes. And I will hit up JT and see what they have in and what, you know, I don't know if it's all available or not. So give me three options, your first, second, third picks, and we'll get you hooked up. So congratulations to Trevor Paul on that. And Fly Racing, thank you. Um. Yeah, so, all right, a lot of a lot of things to talk about at Thunder Valley. We've got a little bit before we get Marshall on. Third winner, three rounds. Yep. Kenny impressed me. I uh, told him in the press conference. I was like, look, we questioned you. You know, like, we don't know if you're going to be okay. This is the first race, really, this year where there was some temperatures, there was altitude, and we weren't really sure how you were going to do, and you proved us wrong. And he said, don't doubt me. And See, I, yeah, I guess I won't again. I don't even look at it as that way. I don't look at it as that I doubted what his capabilities were. Not or his that, capabilities, but his conditioning. Well, it's not that I doubted what he would do. I just thought that he was a third to fourth place guy, and he proved that he can. Like you never. How many times have we seen him fight back like that in recently couple years? Not much. So that's true. But so that's, but isn't that usually we kind of have been contributing that to almost conditioning where he just like falls off and we're like, well, what happened? Yeah. It's not like a lot of times he drops to third, but he's still going fast. It's like all of a sudden he's like seventh or. or well, this year so just, far he's dropped. He's his lytical races and dropped a third and held it there. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I think we were mostly concerned, like a lot of, in general, the public, us, what our media. We're wondering if he's going to do what he's done the last couple of years and just disappear, Doc. And Kenny was good, man. That battle that he and Eli had in the Moto2 at the end, at the most exhausting part of the day, and those suckers were going at it. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. awesome. They, they were all ripping, and it's it's crazy from riding it and then watching them ride it. It's just like... How easy they make it look? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's... I'm not. I don't think I'm a bad rider, but it's just well, no, insane. no. There's just different levels. I mean, compared yeah. to me and Scotty, you're you're a fantastic rider. And there's all these different levels. You know, that's why when when the keyboard warriors go, uh, uh, like, how does Bogo get that ride? He sucks. No, dude, he'll smoke almost anybody <laughs> yeah. you ever lined up against, probably. And you know, he's he's badass. But there are those guys like Eli and Kenny that are just they're on a different level, next level. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm really impressed with Kenny. I hope Ken can keep this thing going. Because right now we have four guys that can win for sure between Chase, Eli, Jason, and Ken. Yeah. And if we could keep all those guys healthy the rest of the way through, this could be a really fun series. I'm crossing my fingers that, that like it's shaping up. Usually what we get is like a good title fight in the first like six or seven rounds, and then it just winds Falls up. Apart. But sure. it's not even like a good title fight yet, but it very well could be soon. And like I like the way that it's brewing. It's like I'd rather have a better title fight at the end. Oh, of course. Then it'd be close early and then just be done yeah. at the end. Like kind of how Supercross was. The first nine rounds of Supercross, we didn't know what was going to happen. And then yeah. it just kind of turned into the Tomac show. Right. So uh, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where we're at round six or seven. I agree. Um, and Jason, just bad luck again. He had a crash in Moto1. Kind of, it's kind of gone on like his Supercross season win, where he's yeah. obvi- arguably one of the fastest guys there. And then 
just some some yeah. crap luck happens. I and think then, it was Moto One. He had a little crash. Yeah. And then Moto Two, you know, he hurt his hand on that a chair a Cherby's <laughs> barricade. That, that well, at least it wasn't there. At least it wasn't like the nowhere. rebar that uh, what's it, what's Dude, his name hit Gilbert. It? Gilbert, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least we got at least we but, but it making progress. Hand. It hurt Jason's hand, you know, and that sucked because I mean he was super fast. And Moto One, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was Moto One. He was like right there, and then he dropped way back when he crashed and just couldn't get things going again. Maybe yeah. I have my motors mixed up, but um, and then Jet again, like, come on, man. Jet Lawrence, like let's let somebody else win, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean he he he's been trying to let somebody else win. It seems that way, doesn't it? I mean, Hunter got him a start finally, but then Levi Levi Kitchen, right? That was a big story. I think um, killer start. I know. Dude, I feel like we were like credit we were, to seven deuce deuce, but we we were like, yeah. I feel like we we kind of called that coming when we talked to him. Like we like we knew it was there, and so it was cool to see that happen. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that nobody knows he was on the show. Everybody was talking about him being on pulp. Last week. But he was on us. He was on with us before that. Yeah, yeah. but he, he got the start advice from 7 Deuce Deuce last week, and then all of a sudden he, he goes and pulls the start. But I think, I think uh, as they say, once you get like a, a win, they come easier. He told us in the press conference that like now he, he kind of knows the speed. He knows what to do. So we may see a more challenge out of Levi. I mean, have you have you had much experience with Levi? I mean, I know you didn't really race Levi, Doc. But yeah, I don't really know him you, okay. at all. Yeah, seems like I, a good kid. Been, been around him a few times, right. but it's like I mean, I'm in a big group. So I've, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've been watching him come through the pack on the on the ticker and like oh, the yeah, yeah. the way he's like I in my head in my head he was been one of the fastest guys. It's just you just don't know it because he has had to do so much work. So it showed that he had he showed that he had the speed, and then in the second motor, Hunter showed that he could straight Dude. up. Yeah, that was that was the I we've never seen that hunter. Anybody that listens to this or knows me knows like I'm a hunter fan. Like I am I, too. I, I like I, Jet, but Hunter's my Lawrence brother. Yeah, I like and him too. I was, but I was still like, Jet's gonna catch him. You know, halfway through, Jet's gonna catch him, and never really. But also, that was the second moto, and I kind of asked Hunter and Jet and Levi on the on the podium, and they didn't really answer exactly. But I was like, dude, with like seven minutes to go, eight six minutes to go. I felt like none of you in that class really cared to push at all. Like catching, like you were just like, screw it. I'm in second. I'm in third. I'm in seventh. Good enough for me. Just let's get over with. Like they were, they looked, that 250 class looked exhausted. The elevation dock, I mean, just walking around the pits, like was wearing yeah. me out. Oh, yeah. And they had to ride the track this, after the 450s. Yeah, it, it was pretty yeah. hot. It that wasn't and the humid, but it was, and everything. And it just feels, maybe, I don't know what the topography is, but in Denver, in that area, I felt like we we're just closer to the sun. The heat felt different. Like, it, dude, it, it woke me up at 5 a.m. I was sick, or I was feeling kind of crappy Friday night. Like, I had a headache. And I woke up at Saturday morning, still feeling a little cruddy. And I hadn't shut my blinds all the way. And it was bright sunshine coming through the window. I was like, oh, crap, I overslept. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, oh, God, I got to get to the track. You know, because I know Doc has, like, his first practice or whatever, like, 9 a.m. And it felt like it had to be 9 a.m. Yeah. I looked at my phone, and it was, like, 445. It's like, why is the sun out? Yeah. Crazy, but anyway, the temperatures. I just felt like those guys were like just done. Like, there's no way Jet was going to catch Hunter after about halfway. Like, they were just done. They were exhausted. Just get through the day. The uh, the Dumb and Dumber thing they did was hilarious on TV. Or what are you talking about? Well, no. so they were wearing the the oh, gear was teal was teal and orange, and then but there was a video too. So I saw the video on Instagram, and then I watched the coverage again, and I was like, oh, they. They not only did the video, but they straight up had gear like it too. Like that was. Cool. I guess I missed all that. They were uh, Jet was wearing 
like the, the like you know how when they wear the like tuxes the bright, and they go to the yeah. ball yeah, yeah, yeah the one has a blue teal and something on social but i sort of just yeah glanced. it was it was on it was all over instagram for okay. he was on jet was on one of those little honda things and he did the whole head shake oh, that's thing. Funny. they, they no, recreated the that. scene oh, oh yeah i, I, I didn't see that oh dude it's 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 on their uh on their and it's on their instagram you should check it out okay. it's hilarious and poor chase sexton uh, that I was, mean, that was hey, it's okay. It's okay. He's never going to do it again. That's what he told me. He said that was my <laughs> it's one. Never, my, it's he said never going to happen one again. Mistake for the season. That's it. We'll say. I hope not. I mean, I hope that is it. But uh, yeah, because I didn't see him go down. Like I think I, <coughs> I, I was up by the podium, and then I was walking or I was somewhere. I was walking across the track, and then Kenny crossed the finish line. I was like, "What happened? Like, did I miss Chase come through?" And sure enough, I didn't know he crashed. Um, Crazy. Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. He was devastated back there in the cool-down area behind the podium. He composed himself once he came around and in the yeah. press conference. But he was just, like, absolutely devastated, and it sucked. I felt bad for the guy. I mean, uh, and, 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 like, I think it kind of messed with Tomac, too, because Tomac was like, oh, I got the overall. Yeah. But uh, – and, and then, like, he was like, what, what just happened? He did, like, yeah, he didn't realize, yeah, what had happened either. So, But, yeah, yeah no, Chase, he's, he's got the speed. He'll be okay. Um, there's, there's more we can talk about, but I, what I want to talk about right now, I don't think Nick is listening yet for Moto Limited. Maybe he'll listen later if he listens at all. But, um, if you're on YouTube, I don't know what camera's on, but these are Christian Craig's donuts from Thunder Valley. Yeah. And Nick's really jealous cause he is a homer for Christian, but these are going to go my blue crew to give me extra speed. And this has been your experiment goggles, you like- uh, dark side bragging. Uh, yeah. Section. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, gonna make you crash in the second corner, everywhere. Wow, I I I was up there. Yeah, and I saw him get up, and his subframe was like tweaked. It was tweaked is an understatement. Okay. It was like sideways. Yeah, he wasn't happy that first photo. <laughs> well, either way, I have his his donuts, and they're gonna be on my blue crew. So sorry, Nick. Page touched them. So <laughs> be jelly. Lots of good stuff though this weekend. Um, we don't have really time to get into everything that I went through. All the stuff I got to do. We're gonna talk about. My mechanic skills. The lack of them? Yeah, this Maybe. Is, well, okay. Well, hold on, hold we only on. have like five I minutes. Hold on. I know. Well, he knows how to push a dirt bike. What is... that's about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, did he tighten the drain bolt at least? I didn't, I didn't, oh, I didn't let that. him touch it. Yeah. Okay. That was all me. Really, okay, the only, my only job was to help him with his whole shot device. To push the bike You're a goggle guy too, right? Slash goggle guy? No, no, no. My no. job was literally to set his whole shot device. Okay. Well, guess, okay. Well, well, all right. We got before it. y'all go, what y'all's, what was, what y'all's team name? What was y'all's, what was Moto, Team at Moto Xbox show? I don't Moto know. Like, we didn't, yeah, yeah, we didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, He's weird. How is that weird? It was like, we're supposed to make up a team name? Yeah. <laughs> no. Weirdo. The Moto X Pod Show, Cherubies. Cherubies Motorworks. Fly. <laughs> Fly Racing. Fly Racing, brand. yeah. No, but I, yeah, I was there to set his whole shot device. But I was also there doing media, so I was like, Did you have a, did you have a hit board? No, we didn't do it. Trust me, he didn't need no pit board. No. Um, Qualifying? But I told TJ ahead of time, I said, I'm really worried about this whole shot device thing because they, they crunch those things down so tight, and I miss it every time. And he's like, well, get some practice before you go out there, and I didn't. And I just kept mistiming it. Doc's like, you're early. Like, because I, I have literally. the tamer one, and you yeah. push in it's on it, and you have to wait for the ring to kind of go under it before you can push in. Yeah. And he was pushing it in before that, and it was slamming my fork seal into this <laughs> whole shot device. I'm like, I'm going to get a blown fork seal just because well, it's going to let dirt At least you didn't rip stuff. the brake hose off. Yeah. Didn't do that. <laughs> Doc, in the first practice, literally had to get off his bike 
and I got on it. And, and you, was, and you pushed and he, he said himself. <laughs> Did anybody like, see that? He, I was like, hold was my bike. And I walked out to the front. I said, get on it. <laughs> and I made him. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody else said anything to you about it. Well, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. And then the second one, he decided to go to the I upper. went to the top one because I know he couldn't do the bottom one. I was like, maybe he can do the top one. <laughs> That's started getting pretty good at the top one. Oh, yeah, because it's way easier. Yes, it is. It's like <laughs> it's like four-inch difference on how far it goes yeah. down. But you listen, blew it! <laughs> okay, so what do they do in second practice on, in outdoors before they go out on the track? Do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at you. What did you say? Second qualifying... In outdoor nationals, yeah. they give the the riders a chance to do something before they let them go on the track. Yeah, it starts. Yeah, it is. so I set this whole shot device and left. And I left. That man's oh. gone. I was going over to the mechanics area and to you got watch. one shot, kid. And then I was like, <laughs> "Oh crap!" So I started coming back, and Doc's just sitting there in the starting line, like shaking his head. Sorry, I man. had already done uh, two more starts before. Oh, that. really? Yeah. Wait, I, I did. I, had I did get, have a um, question. I can't remember his name. Okay, but what? How it, it Eric, looked? Was it Eric? The yeah. Tesla, yeah, yeah, yeah. The way it looked like on TV is that they had to walk a pasture, a, 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 you know, a, a mile to get to where they were. The the pit board was like quarter the mile mechanic walk. section. It's a pretty good little walk, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, why. Why? Why do the they just place, that's I guess, the, that's straightaway? I that know. is the the only straightaway you could do it on. And then I also had another question. What was, what was the <laughs> giant, long white tents that were on along that mountain? That was there was just the area. Dude, yeah, that VIP. thing was massive. Yeah, yeah. there a VIP area up there. Uh, but anyway, uh, five minutes. So, yeah, so that was, I just <laughs> didn't do a very good job by Doc. I'm sorry, man. You know, I think my I did make it back, weekend. and I have so all it's on your, you. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, your it's fault. That's what your dad was saying. It's, like, it's all your fault. Yeah. I was like, okay, fine. I rode like crap. I didn't even argue. I'll just take it. Fine. We're going to get into your riding. But, yeah, I, I kind of did a crappy job. You're like, they got, I got here. My job's over. I will thank Kyle from Power Band because I didn't realize you had to have a collared shirt. As oh. I don't. I don't have. I, I don't even own a collar shirt. You too. I don't own a collar shirt. I'm not a nerd. So I had to go around the pits, and I asked Talon if he had an extra Cherby shirt, and he didn't have one. And then thankfully Kyle was there, so I wore a Power Band Racing uh, collar shirt. Thanks to Kyle for taking care of that. I didn't know there was a dress code in the mechanic yeah, like, yeah. I mean, in Supercross, I think you have to have all black. You have to have black, black pants. pants. Black, yeah, no, really. The jersey, like the collared shirt, doesn't have to be black. Oh, okay, but well, yeah, black like pants shirt with no yeah. holes, and yeah. then a collared shirt. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I feel bad for Doc. I kind of, I didn't do the best job. And at one point, like I was, I think the second or maybe it was the first one. I don't. One of the qualifiers, he's like, "Got to be there at this time." And I was walking that way, and then I saw Tony Caroli, and I'm like, "Oh, I got distracted." So I, was like, I was wondering why you were a little late. Yeah, man, I was like doing media too. So, yeah, you know, things happen. It's part of it. Like, I wasn't too worried about it. It's my first one. I was there to learn over anything. I wasn't too, like, I was really stressed, but, like, I wasn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. How did the uh, elevation affect you? Uh, Not too bad. I, of course. um, Did the bike feel weird, or did you kind of step on the mic, Doc? What was that? Step on the mic. Oh, sorry. You're good. The the bike definitely felt really slow comparative to normal. That bike is an absolute rocket ship. Mm -hmm. And there it felt... Like it was slower than a stock bike. Yeah, I, I can't imagine was how was, uh, Stank was doing on that one twenty five. Dude, he was giving it everything he had and still hitting the triples. It was pretty bitching. Yeah, <laughs> what? And there's, completely there's wide lane. Pictures of him just like lean his butt on a rear fender. T- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw. I don't know if it was him, but I saw one where I'm sure it, it was not a one two five. Very unlikely. <laughs> Might be a one forty. Probably, probably one fifty. Can they even do that? 
Yeah. Uh, you can ride a 150 and the 250. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah. He definitely was. <laughs> but, yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. Um, I had a good time, man. There was a lot of cool stories. We'll we'll try to get into, we're going to get into docks racing and maybe a little bit of what I did got to do for my Friday and Saturday. Another another technical issue from the Moto X Fun Show Friday. <laughs> we'll get into all that, that stuff. Probably, depending on how bad I feel. But um, let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back with Marshall Welton. What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Trade out of Entercam. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Moto X Pajo Senya. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hair and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. If you're looking for top quality hard parts, you need to visit Torque One Racing. Torque One Racing has a passion for the racing industry and are a proud supporter of the Moto X Pod Show. Find the flow with Torque One Racing handlebars, levers, shifters, brake pedals, and grips. Torque One Racing is the title sponsor of the Moto X Pod Show, so support those who support us. Visit TorqueOneRacing.com and order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. All right, our first guest of the night is going to be brought to you tonight by Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit Racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Tonight, Racetech brings us from Hep Suzuki, Marshall Welton. What's going on, dude? Yeah, pretty good. Just got back from Glen Helen. Uh, well, test and tune the team, so just... Uh just doing the weekly routine right now. Yeah, uh, did you see A-Ray out there today? Yeah, he's out there. Yeah, I saw him post. He, he had a little a crash that was pretty funny on his Instagram, so he said he was back riding again. But uh, let's talk about you, man. Uh, Hep Suzuki made your debut this weekend on Bogle's ride. Uh, how's the bike? How do you like it? You know, you were doing your own thing uh, on a KTM, right? Or Gas Gas? Uh, gas Gas. Yeah. How was that? Well, how did the deal come to be to begin with? Did Dustin reach out to you, or how'd that work out? Yeah, after uh, after um, Hangtown, I had a pretty good result. I was 15th overall, and um, I'm tight with Kuzo, and Brandon's tight with Kuzo. And I think just us all kind of knowing each other. I've known Brandon for a while, too, and just uh, I know they're struggling. So 
um, Cruiser kind of linked us together and we talked and, uh, you know, they, uh, they were looking to do it real quick. I just kind of wanted to ride the bike first. So, I, you know, rode the bike Tuesday that week and I really liked it. And from there on, we just, uh, talked things over and, you know, got a pretty good deal for, for the summer. That's good, man. Is there, is it difficult for a guy like you to go from one bike to the other? I mean, you're, you know, totally different frame types, everything, you know, just, that's a big thing just to, to begin with is going from the, uh, the, the chassis of the of the, the Austrian brands to the aluminum frame of the Japanese bikes. But, I mean, everything is different with that Suzuki, and you don't even have an e-start, bro. Yeah, it's been a – I mean, it's been an easy transition. Okay. I've actually ridden so many bikes in the past year. It's been crazy. <laughs> um, I uh, did a Kawasaki Canada for the past two years. So I was on a Kawasaki 250, then 450. And then I went from there, I – rode a yamaha 250 in supercross and then a gas gas 450 you know to start out motocross so just in the past few years i've kind of just bounced all around and uh i mean this is a really easy transition i I feel real comfortable right away they got a pretty solid base setting and you know the team's been awesome to work with yeah it must been it must have been fairly easy i think it was your best result of the year if i'm not mistaken with that 13th overall what's that yep okay Good, Scotty. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we kind of talking about the bike. I, I wanted to know, what do you think benefited you more this weekend, the actual bike with the factory support or the confidence boost of getting an opportunity like this? Did the mentally, the, was that the edge that you had this week? I, I think it's, you know, equal parts both. I, uh, you know, it's awesome working with the team because everyone's got such a good mindset. They just want to put out good results and they're stoked to be there, stoked to work and, you don't find that everywhere. So, right. um, you know, everyone having that good mindset was, was great. And, you know, the bike's been a big help also. I kind of jumped on it, felt instantly comfortable. So it's nice when that happens. How close was Bogle settings to like, do you think you're going to change? Did you change a lot? Cause I, my understanding was you just jumped right on it and that's the way you wrote it. Uh, if so, or, or maybe you can correct me, but like, are you going, are there changes you want to make? Uh, I think, yeah, I could probably go just slightly stiffer, but I'm on his exact setting right now. So I'm, okay. I'm happy with it. I think there is, you know, marginal room for improvement, but I, uh, I think it's really good at the moment. That's cool. Uh, well, Scotty, ask the, the listener question. Oh, uh, <laughs> does, does riding Bogle's bike make you want to drop a rap album? <laughs> no, but I do feel like I'm obligated to do a knack knack or a can can. Oh, hell okay. yeah. Okay. I'm digging this. Now I like this, Marshall. Uh, what about your sponsors, man, that your personal sponsors that you had, you know, previous with your, you know, privateer efforts, uh, were they, was anybody upset? Would they kind of understand how to, how do you approach that? Yeah, everyone was, it was, it was really easy transition. I kind of pitched it to everyone before I made the deal and, uh, not one of them, you know, kicked in the negative direction in any sort. So it's cool to have that kind of support group behind me. They all told me I need to go for it and. Uh, you know, that's kind of the goal while we're doing the privateer thing is to, to get out an opportunity like this. So um, it was nice because if a few of them even, you know, stayed on board with me, I'm able to keep them as, you know, personal deal. Uh, and it, it was it was just nice knowing that everyone kind of had that same mindset. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I hear that a lot with our industry. When a, a big opportunity comes up, there's really not any sponsors that go, no, dude, you owe us. You know, they're all like, absolutely, like, this is what's best for you. It seems like our industry is pretty cool about that. Yeah, it was uh, it was really easy. And a lot of it is because uh, I have a lot of personal connections to, like, just local business from Michigan. Like, 
uh, Mobile Power Sports. It's a new dealership out in Traverse City, and they jumped on board this year. They were really supportive, and here in Appraisal Services, uh, just local for my hometown, and SRS Pharmacy Systems, also local for my hometown. Um, you know, Art of War Suspension was kind of reaching out. He's from Mooresville, North Carolina, but he, uh, you know, I think everything worked for the best, and he was stoked on the opportunity. Uh, Andiamo Italian Restaurants, also from Michigan. Everyone was just like, you know, local supporters that, you know, I had a personal connection with and, you know, they just all, all had the same vision. That's good. So you briefly mentioned that, you you know, you liked being a part of the Twisted T Suzuki team, but uh, what, how does your personality kind of match with what they've got going on? And what do you think of the vibes of that team so far? Yeah, we gel really well. It's uh, it's pretty light vibes. We're talking, talking trash and joking, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like I click, I click right away because that's kind of my forte. Is that, you know, I'm not too serious when it comes to, to being at the race. I like to keep it light and joke, and you know, talk trash to everybody. So, uh, I, I mean, it was it was an easy. Everyone gets along good. Did been, you say anything really to Brandon? <laughs> oh yeah, I've known Brandon for a while, so okay. we always kind of chirp each other. Yeah, poor Brandon, man. He'll get he'll get depressed though, man. Last year. Supercross, he was not in the best of places. So then you come in there on your first ride on that bike and beat him. He's hard on himself. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I even lighten him up. I'm like, man, you just got to take a step back and, you know, (laughs) you're good. You know, you don't need to overthink this stuff. No, definitely not. Um, How about staying in Cali, man? Uh, Was that something that you were kind of like, I like, I, I personally loved staying in Cali, like, especially if I don't have to like live there and pay the taxes and all that shit. But, uh, do you like being in California or is that kind of the one thing I was like, ah, oh, man, it's like the downfall of this, of this option. Uh, it was, I wasn't super stoked on it, but yeah. I, uh, I've got a good friend, Darian Sinai. He, uh, opened his home to me for a few weeks and I'm going to be moving into more permanent resident here shortly. Uh, but it was nice to, you know, that I have good friends like that to help me out and made the, made the transit transition here easy. And it's not my favorite place for sure. I'm an East coast guy, but yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too upset about it because the whole team's based here. Yeah, man. But just you know, just go down to the beach, go to Laguna. Like, how can you be not happy if you're like in Huntington or Laguna? Like, I don't know. That's that's like <laughs> my happy place, dude. There's beautiful girls and beautiful scenery and just perfect weather. I I, I don't know, man. I, I I like it out there. Uh yeah. I haven't been out that way much. Ah, well, there you go. Menifee, Marietta. Right, right. Uh, that's that's the problem. And yeah, you gotta you gotta tell Dustin you need a day off to go check out the beach. Yeah, it's pretty packed schedule right now. Travel's been tight. <laughs> I bet. It's, uh, like I don't have the energy honestly because we ride you know two days and race in the weekend. By the time right. I'm recovered and feeling good, we're, we're riding and training. So just trying to put that as a priority at the moment. Okay, well, there's nothing wrong with that, Marshall. I'm just being. I'm not a. I'm not a professional racer, so I would probably skip work and go to the beach. But that's okay. Uh, hey, I want to ask you about the uh, the replica graphics you did over the first two rounds. You did a Bradshaw replica and a Marty Smith replica. What brought those on? Yeah, SKDA, uh, you know, they had an awesome idea. They pitched it. He really goes to bat for kind of the privateer riders. He's helping out Jerry Robin, too. And yeah. Well, he's got a new rider lined up for the East Coast. But uh, um, he just, you know, between him and Kuzo, <clears throat> thought of the idea since his 50th anniversary for – uh the pro motocross series yeah you know do a, a tribute to the kind of legends of the sport so we had some pretty cool ones 
that we're not going to be able to use, uh, like a JS7 Chevy truck and a Mako and uh, like a peak Honda and some other oh, random stuff. But, that's pretty cool, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was just a cool little idea, one off each weekend, and it was awesome. We did a tribute to it on the, you know, on the broadcast. Yeah, I was like looking through your Instagram. I was like, wait, is he riding Yamaha? Like, I didn't, it, I didn't register for a second that it was the gas gas with like Bradshaw replica pl- uh, graphics, and I had to like look at the frame. Oh, okay, wait, it just caught me off guard for a second. I thought it was really cool. I love those throwback tributes. Yeah, Sam from SKDA is super creative with everything. So. He's on it. He has great service. He's based out of Australia, but yeah, it's like yeah. you get it quicker from anyone in the U.S. It seems like he's he's on the on the logistics side of everything. Very cool. Yeah. So we have a listener question. Kind of maybe think of one as well. Uh, so, do you think that this gives you any kind of opportunity for riding for that team in Supercross, or where would you like to see this opportunity take you for next year? Or World Supercross? Oh, oh yeah, that's an option too. Yeah, check all the above to that. I, uh, we <laughs> talked about it uh, initially. Like that was, that was our first talks of when we, you know, I really wanted to line something up full time, and they said, you know, I'm first in line if things kind of go good this summer. So if I can keep on the upward trend, then I think we're gonna have a, you know, pretty good opportunity with each other. So I, nice. I'm definitely looking forward to the future with them. Yeah, Dustin mentioned having uh, some a 250 or a couple some 250 riders next year. Would that be an option for you if it was available, or would you rather stay 450? Yeah, I'm open to whatever. Honestly, okay. it's uh, whatever's available. Did you say you had another one, Scotty? Um, well, I, I was just going to ask if he had had a seven deuce deuce experience yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know Adam from a, a bit back, so he's, yeah. he's definitely his own person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's fun, dude. I like him. Yeah. Did he give you like a hey, welcome friend, to the team or anything? Or? Bro! Bro, welcome to the team. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen him yet, but I'm no. sure it's on the way. Yeah. Um, so Canada last, you've won championships in Canada the last two years, correct? Uh, nope, not last year. I got a... Or 2021, right? Yeah, 2020, I won the Triple Crown Championship yeah. and the SX Championship. And then uh, and then 2021, I was second in the Triple Crown, and me and Pettis tied for second in... Uh, in the motocross portion of it, but okay. he just had a, a shoulder injury, but yeah, I was, I was on the podium a lot. Um, had quite, a, quite a few good results. Just kind of wanted to transition my way back into the States. That's what I was going to ask you. If there was any thought to racing the, the series in Canada again, going up there and, you know, busting Galdi's balls a little bit. I for sure uh, entertained it. It's just, uh, you know, I wanted to kind of where I just wanted to like, Get, you know, give the states a good effort. I never really yeah. had a good shot healthy, so I got shoulder surgery in September, and that uh, set me back a little bit for sure. That's why I had a late start on Supercross, definitely a little behind the eight ball. And you know, I I just wanted to give myself a chance to to give it a good effort and see what I can do. And I feel like it's going in kind of like the projected direction that we know we were we were hoping for, and. Yeah, like I said, I got some great people behind me that yeah. really make it possible. If it wasn't for for my support group, none of this would even be happening. But um, yeah, I just Canada is good, and you know, like there's great people up there. I made a lot of really good friends with the Ronies and Galdi, and you know, the Thompsons are honestly really great people as well. This very accommodating to everything, and um, yeah, just kind of just feel like it's a phase that kind of you know came, and now I'm you know like the europe thing i raced in europe for a couple of years i yep. did it and now it's like i don't really have the urge to go back and i want to 
you know, my next focus is the States for sure. Okay. Yeah. Were you coming off the shoulder injury, all things considered, were you happy with your 19th and uh, 250 East? Uh, or you felt you could have done a little better? With my uh, 18th, was it? I thought it was 19th. Was it not 19th overall? Yeah, 19th, no, it was yeah. probably 19th overall. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I, didn't, I had zero expectations. Okay. I tried it in 2019, and it went terrible. <laughs> and I could barely make a main. I was scared. And I had no, like, results expectations for the year. I just wanted to see what I could do to... Um, like if I could get comfortable enough to not be scared on a supercross yeah. track, essentially. So, and that that did happen. After about five or six rounds, I finally was able to be like, "All right, I'm ready to race." So, um, you know, it, I had some better results come, and uh, I, I actually really enjoyed it at the. It that's interesting that you say that about being scared, right? So, I mean, I, I met you at the Riverside Raceway, right, JB10 race. I think last year, or maybe mm-hmm. two years ago, a couple years ago. And yeah. like you're a pro rider, you got tons of talent, but then you go to Supercross. Like it kind of, I don't think of a guy like at your level being scared. So talk, explain that. Like, is it scared to hit whoops? Is it scared to hit a triple? Like what, what do you specifically, what, what do you mean by being scared? Cause I'm sitting here with my buddy, Doc, like I said, Doc Smith, he made his pro debut outdoors this weekend, but he also t- attempted to make some Supercrosses for the first time this year. And he's trying to figure that out. So like, talk about that. It's uh, I mean, just everything. The whoops are definitely intimidating, especially yeah. when they're when they are cupped out and beat up. It's one thing to hit a fresh set, but a brand new set or a, a beat down set with cups and ruts, it's uh, it's really challenging. It takes a lot of confidence to hit them, and yeah. you don't get a lot of time to learn the track. And then the guys that are comfortable in SX, they do that stuff right away. So, um, you know, you don't get all day to go and size up a triple. You just got to do it second lap. Yeah, and. Go ahead. That's this just takes like confidence to know that you can do that. <laughs> you know, you can tell yourself all you want, like I can do it, I can do it. But until you actually pull the trigger on it, that's really where I feel like you gain. You yeah, know, that feel. Yeah, Doc's sitting here. He's being a little shy. He's not talking, but like I know that's something he struggles with. Is we talked about this weekend. Is he's not. It takes him a little time to get into the flow, and you don't have that time when you're trying to make a national, you know, qualifying or Supercross. You got to go. Like you got to just go. And that's not everybody's forte. Uh, no, I feel like for sure it's not my strength. And yeah. I think that's kind of why I'm better as the day goes on. I qualify kind of bad. And then Moto 1, I'm still not quite on pace. And <laughs> then Moto 2, I'm finally there to turn it up because I'm comfortable. So it's, it's something I, I definitely battle with. But yeah. I'm working on it. And it comes with confidence, I think. I think that's all it comes down to is believing in yourself. Absolutely. All right. I've got a, I got a two-parter for you, Marshall. All right, mm-hmm. how many twisted T's were ne- in the negotiation for the contract, and what and what is your favorite flavor? Are you original twisted T guy, or did you like any of the other ones? And do you have mm-hmm. a fridge full? I have a limited supply of twisted T, so that's nice. Yeah, and I'd say uh, I kind of like the lemon one. The like the half the half and half. Yeah, the half and half. That's yeah. It, yeah. And then is so unlimited was the answer. So it was I said I said two hundred eighty five. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would if they let me. I couldn't even stomach one after the race though. So oh, I couldn't yeah. one after the race in Colorado, but my stomach's always so cramped after racing. I can never um, like get anything down. Yeah, I got to try one this weekend because I did the twisted C, twisted tea uh, best post race show with Weege afterwards. And but you don't really like tea. I like sweet tea. They're pretty sweet. But I don't drink alcohol either, but I went ahead and drank a little bit, and it was pretty good. 
Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah, yeah. I do like them. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I know you're, you're trying to get out of here so you can go to uh, birthday dinner, right, with, with Darian? Is that what you said? Uh, is that what you said? Sorry, what was that? You said, I, I'm sorry, I know you're trying to get out of here, right? You're trying to go to a birthday dinner with your buddy. Got one yeah, more. Yeah, me, go me and D are on the way to dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, last question I have for you is, did you make the Riverside Raceway JB10 race this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when uh, 12 for 12, swept all 12 motos. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Not bad, Marshall. You make some money? Yeah, it worked out good. Oh, yeah. We ended up with like 4,100, and then uh, I got the extra bonus from the, the company there that kind of hooked it up um, with the wheel chocks. So um, I think it's Moto Pro HQ is his name. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he hooked up the extra $1,000 bonus. And um, yeah, it was cool. Everything went good. Got a lot of whole shots. Made it, made it easier myself. Nice, nice. Well, Marshall, man, it's been really cool talking to you. Um, good luck with the uh, high point this weekend, and I'll probably see you in a couple weeks at uh, Millville, I think. But uh, really great talking to you, and I, I hope good things to come. Yep, looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you. Yep. yep. All right, that was Marshall Welton. Yeah, that was I – I couldn't tell you he was in a car. I mean, I didn't notice, but it definitely had some background noise there. So, But, uh, yeah, it's cool, though, man. He, he rode good for the first time on the bike. I mean – you know, thirteenth is not terrible with you that mean, class. You know, you it shows what uh, a supported ride can do for a guy, yeah. and that's why I was curious. It was like, was it the bike or was it just like, hey, is it like the mental boost of this is my chance? Well, and, and, and then you also have to think about him as a rider being able to just step from one bike to another, yeah, and learn learn the bike, learn what it does good, learn what it does bad, and work on its strong suits. I meant to ask him, it, did he have it. to go back and like teach himself how to kickstart a 450 again? <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little quiet. I'm tired. Yeah, I hear that. Oh, I'm, I can't. I cannot hear you in my yeah, headphones. Yeah, I can't hear you on headphones. Because I had it muted while I was blowing yep. my nose. Sorry about that. Yeah, I hear that. I'm pretty wore out myself. Uh, but we're, we'll get through it. We, we got a little bit longer to go. The Haggard X Pod Show. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a rough episode, guys. If you're making your debut on our show tonight. We actually have a couple. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sick and I'm struggling through this thing, but we'll try to get it going. Um, okay, so we got about eight minutes before we get Max on. So yeah, just to talk about uh, Thunder Valley this weekend, we talked a little bit about my experience, my helping or not helping Doc here out, but it was a good time, man. I got to do the weed show. I got on the weed show Friday. That's always cool, getting to talk to weeds and getting a little actual tv time because i think that kind of maybe will grow the exposure of the show but i was doing some interviews friday there's no press day on fridays anymore i didn't know that so i didn't have to go friday morning as early as i did didn't have to get there friday really because there's no press day didn't know that that's awesome but i was doing interviews anyway there were people there i talked to christian craig i talked to kyle with bbr bbmx why are you laughing doc i know it's coming oh yeah <laughs> but within this interview with BBMX, with Kyle, he's a power band rep, or tech, I was in the truck, and Benny Bloss was on a spin bike, Freddie Norton was on a spin bike right behind him, they got the shirt, actually, Benny was in like a onesie, like a, not a onesie, but like, like a, a, cycling uh, bib, or uh, like a wrestling thing, like a uh, uni, like a, a leotard, yeah, the cycling bibs, that dude, you know, he's like 12 feet tall, yeah, <laughs> and he's white as a sheet of paper, and then Freddie's back behind him, like ripped and tan, and we got like all kinds of good stuff and me making fun of him and them joking back and forth. And then I, like I said, I got Christian Craig later. Uh, I talked to Eli Tetzloff and I did one other interview 
And then I got back to the room that night to transfer everything, to post them. No audio because the mic had come unplugged. So I lost absolutely everything well, again. What y'all missed is him walking up to me looking dejected because he's holding he's holding the camera, yeah, the microphone this, and everything like that. And he's like, I didn't get any of it. None this, of it. Yeah, no, this is the three days later dark side. I want to know what the dark side of the uh, moment was. It was, was, it was so like, sad. I was pretty <laughs> low, but I, it wasn't I that bad because I knew I could get it again. It wasn't so. like yeah. a... But you're not gonna, no, you're not no, going to no. get the same reaction. No, I wasn't going to get the same reaction. But oh, and uh, Kevin Moran's that was the other one. I, that Kevin Moran's one was good because Friday he had he was like he was in a tank top, like an '80s tank top is what it looked like. Nobody wears tank tops anymore. He Why had not? aviator glasses on, and he looked exactly like Tom Cruise. So I started calling him Maverick, and it it was great. And I lost all that too. And you know, made fun of Justin Starling who was there to help him out. I was calling Justin Cade Clayson. <laughs> it was it was irritating him. Yeah, I lost everything. So that's a bummer. Mm. But it was really a good weekend, man. Um, oh, I thought you were. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, mm-mm-mm. Yeah, the, the post-race thing, weeds. I'm going to cough again. I'm sorry. Yeah, he looked so so dejected. Yeah, just a really good weekend overall. Good racing. Steve called me his buddy. <laughs> well, he introduced me to Jill and, and Tony Cairoli, and he's like, hey, this is my buddy, Jamie. That, Did he say buddy or friend? No, he said buddy. This is my you're, buddy, you're Jamie. He does a podcast. Like, and I was like, whoa, whoa. What? Are we in Bizarro World? You're, you're about to start crying at that point. No, I, I was like, I didn't. Tears of joy. <laughs> I don't think so. It wasn't, wasn't like that, but it's just like, wow. That's Your whole tough. life has been fulfilled. At that Steve point. would never admit that on air. He, w- he wouldn't. He, he no. didn't ever say it? it was, I don't think so. Do you think so? What? Maybe he that, would that, now. Yeah. Well, he didn't deny it he that he said gave that. Me, I felt like he was giving me some props last night. Yeah. Even with his bad haircut, <laughs> I got him back. So you don't really listen. I, to Paul, I haven't so. listened to. Him. No, yeah, that was I good. I listened to him since oh, I've yeah. well, so much. He had got a haircut, and everybody on YouTube chat was making fun of the haircut. Oh yeah. So when I <laughs> called in later in the evening, I was like, "Hey, do you need Jilly's phone number? She's the one that cut my hair." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "What?" I was like, "Jilly, you know she cut my hair. Do you need her phone number?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Well, everybody on YouTube is making fun of your hair." And he's like, "Really? Come on, what? Well, it's bad, but Pookie made me do it." And he's like, yeah. "Pookie, Pookie, get up here." <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. Right before we started talking about that, someone said, "What bet did Steve lose to get to get last night's haircut?" Yeah, I don't know. That was a Pookie. <laughs> Pookie made him go to a barber apparently, and it didn't go so well. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I felt like last night's call was one of the better ones, man. I was kind of making fun of him, and he gave me some compliments. I'm like, all right. He actually was like, "Dude, you got to go to more races. Like, you're one of the guys now." And yeah, kind of made me feel like, okay, we got to figure this crap out. Yeah, my dad's Patreon.com, boys. Go to Patreon.com and support the show. Yeah, got to get Dark Side out there. The man of the people. Yeah, well, I definitely want to be a more, but Jesus, dude, I looked at flights today for Millville. $500 one way. Really? Mm. $1,000. Yeah, Eleven hundred round trip. Wait, what? I bet you can ride with us. That's what your dad, your dad's idea is like, oh, dude, we can Prius, save a bunch. Prius thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, that's- I'll get us a Prius and you could drive. Like when you get off work Thursday night, you could just drive all the way up there. So I'm like, okay. If y'all do that, please video the whole thing. I'm going to drive 13 hours, whatever it is, to Millville. When I get off work all night. You can sleep in the van? No, he, he wants me no, to drive a Prius, Prius. Oh, to Millville. He said he'll put a little bed in the back for you. You, you can, can get, get a bed. So I'm going to drive can- 13 hours. Then I'm going to get up and work literally like I'm at the track from 8 a.m. till like 8 p.m. And then sleep a couple hours and go back to the track until I think I left Thunder Valley at like seven forty five. You just said to yourself that you don't gotta be it that you don't have to be there that early Friday. There's no press day, but there are a lot of riders walking around to get content, which is why we go. 
And then Friday after the race, then I'm supposed to drive 13 hours back. That doesn't make any sense. That's I would die because I'd fall asleep and die. <laughs> it's a bad idea. I don't like it. Well, you, you have to you're drive. Just, you're just the only option is that you drive everywhere. I do want to fly. I don't feel like driving. Like, let's say I'm going to oh, go to High no. Point. How far is fucking High Point? Sorry, uh, how many hours of a drive is High Point? Probably like a good uh, 18. I would like, say. Yeah, 17, so 18. literally, Friday is just wasted with driving. Sunday's wasted with driving. No, I don't want. I, I no, I'm out. Sorry. Listen, out. you're not Steve Mathis. You got to work a little. Not harder. yet. Put some work in. Just. I am putting the work in. Apparently, you don't want to. We'll, apparently, we'll get a we'll Sleep we'll get an OGO bag. We'll uh, unzip it a little bit. We'll throw you in there. And we'll just and we'll just you ship would fit an OGO bag. I well, would not. Well, then send me. I'll little, go with your I'll, little. I mean, listen, we don't want you doing all boys that, large all t-shirts. Why not? Really? What? I'd be all right. Uh, listen, you Jamie carries you in, like as a backpack. <laughs> Let's take a commercial break. We're back with Max Bowen. <laughs> If you're like most racers, you've dreamed about riding a works bike with all the trick parts. Since 1989, Works Connection has been producing works like products for the general public. When Steve Lampson and Team Peak Split Fire Pro Circuit used Works Connection in 1990, they quickly gained a reputation for quality that the pros would use. Three decades later, the company is still known as the leader in quality, innovation, and customer satisfaction. The industry standard pro launch start device is used by many of the teams, such as Factory, HRC Honda, Star Yamaha, Pep Suzuki, and many more. Whole shot specialist Vince Freeze, as well as Jet Lawrence, Eli Tomac, and Chase Sexton all trust Works Connection to get them to the front. And don't forget, you can also get the Elite Clutch Perch, Radiator Braces, Engraved Master Cylinder Covers, and much more at WorksConnection.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save at checkout. Works Connection, the choice of champions. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys around Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save.
When choosing goggles, we all know you have a lot of choices. Xwear and Goggles has grown into the preferred goggles for many of the top privateers, including Kyle Chisholm, Ryan Brees, Ben LeMay, and top GNCC riders like Craig DeLong. X-Brand is the result of years of knowledge from former Honda HRC test rider Rich Taylor and his dad, Hook Taylor. Whether you're leading the pack or getting blasted with roofs, X-Brand can stand up to the abuse. You can visit EKSBrand.com to see all X-Brand offers. From the unparalleled Lucid Extreme Definition Optics Goggle with the Wave Latch Quick Release Lens System and 4-Layer Factory Foam to the EKSS and the Flat Out Series, you will find a goggle to meet your needs at a price point you'll love. Check your local dealership for X-Brand goggles distributed through WPS. If you want comfort, style, and performance, as well as hashtag clear vision, then you want X-Brand. Choose X-Brand because we said so. And we're hot. All right, guys. Thank you for sticking around for those commercial breaks. Next up, brought to you by Cherubies USA. For decades, Cherubies USA has been the leader in moto plastic and accessories. For products that fit perfect, look great, and last, Cherubies has what you need. Whether it's full plastic kits, individual pieces, hand guards, chain guides, and sliders, or anything else they offer, visit CherubiesUSA.com and support our title sponsor and check out that new metallic plastic that Doc was running this weekend. It looks sick. Tonight, Cherubies USA brings us one of their own riders, Max Volan. What's up, Max? Yeah, what's up? Good, uh, good to have me on the show. Uh, it's always a good time. Yeah, it's been a little bit, man. It's been a little bit, but I wanted to get you on after we uh, we visited a little bit this weekend. It was my first national to make. Um, you were riding really good, had some bike issues, Moto One. I know it's a bummer, but uh, we talked about this a little bit in our interview we did there. But how are you feeling? How's the thumb? Uh, you know, the you had a couple injuries this year. What a dislocated hip? I th- oh, that was rookie season. Uh, the shoulder yeah. this year. You hurt your shoulder. A couple of uh, crack bones in the clavicle. Everything feel good now? Yeah, I'm up. Yeah, right now, hundred percent. I got no injuries bothering me. Um, it did suck with the thumb injury. Uh, just trying to get back riding before the season started. Uh, definitely had some tough days of just being able to do only three laps at a time and yeah, just trying to you know get days of riding in. But uh, yeah, everything's hundred percent now and good to go. Yeah, I talked to your dad. Um, I think it was for an interview I did for Racer X actually, but we were just talking right when the sh- before we started the actual interview. And he said you guys kind of had a, a game plan of top ten at round one, top five around two, and you were right there, right? I think you went, you got eleventh overall, then a fifth overall. The the DNS this weekend didn't help you much, but seems like you're right on par with where you wanted to be. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, just skip top ten. I think uh, I hadn't raced in so long at yeah. Paula when I went to Paula. I just that first month I really just didn't even know what I was doing for the first half. It, it took me literally half the moto just to start going and figuring out how to, how to pass guys again. Um, uh, but it, it was good. Um, I definitely need to work on my starts there and we have been really focusing on starts cause, uh, yeah, they haven't been the greatest. So they were good at Hangtown. Uh, it was like third in the, the second moto towards the front. So that was good. And, yeah. Last weekend, it kind of sucked to have a bike failure, but yeah, I mean, I didn't even feel very comfortable. Even the second moto, I have to have, you know, like five and a half hours of not riding and then trying to go out there and race the track that I, you know, the first moto, you don't, I didn't get to see the track at all. So yeah, you yeah, really know sense. how anything yeah. forms and yeah, it took me a little while to even get going in the, in the second moto this last weekend, but 
uh, once I started, I literally took me like to the last four laps. So I was like really charging hard on, on some of the corners. Um, well, yeah. You, you told me, I, I, now that you say that, I was thinking about what you told me post race and you're like, man, like I was kind of, you were a little bit spent and you felt like you should yeah. have been better because you didn't race that first moto. But then that, yeah, what you just said sort of counteracts that a little bit. You did. Yeah. Maybe yeah. You, you were a little bit tired because of the elevation, but not seeing the track and, and getting cold almost right. Like, not yeah, having exactly. the, yeah, the athletic stuff that you were doing, like that kind of would make it a little more difficult. Like you were maybe, uh, your body was, it wasn't as amped as it probably should have been. Yeah. It was, wasn't, it, it just wasn't hot. You know, I just sat for so long and yeah. it's always a bummer watching, but, uh, you try to do a little bit warm up before you go out, but it, it's not, it's not enough when you're, and then sometimes even after the first moto, weird to say, but you, you, you get tired during the first moto towards the end of the moto you come in and you do a lot of hard recovery stuff and you actually sometimes feel better for the second moto uh surprisingly so i kind of miss out on on that and it just kind of breaks up your routine too it just doesn't feel normal uh to just sitting sitting sure. around that long and that was a long day anyway yeah. there was, it was postponed a little bit for tv stuff so the whole schedule yeah. was weird yeah it was really long long gap after practice even yeah. before the first moto right yeah, Max. So when when I look at where you're at in in your in your career, I I still kind of look at you like this is your first year, and that last year was kind of an experiment. To you know, K team needed a guy, and they kind of wanted to see where you're at. Do you look at it that way at all? That this you know this this is your true rookie season, and you're kind of want to see where you're at and be judged off of this year. Um. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'd say last year's uh, Supercross season went a little bit better than this year, um, <laughs> but uh, it's still kind of a half and half. Definitely the the rookie season being the first year triple digit number is is just learning a uh, program, uh, learning what to eat, learning how to recover, learning when to eat, uh, when to train, um, all that stuff. It's really just every race you're learning bit by bit, and you're you're doing trial and error try this, this doesn't work. You try this, that works just stuff like that. And it, 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 it take, it took almost all year till I, I would say about the last four to three rounds where we finally figured out a good system. And that's, that's what I've been doing now this year for outdoors. So. Hey Max. So, um, of course, you know, this is my first, like this last weekend was my first round and everything like that. And, uh, of course you, you last year you came in as your first round, like all that kind of stuff. And, it's pretty nerve wracking going to that, going even up to practice, just because you know you're with the fastest riders in in the United States and like out of the United States, some too. I was just curious what what was the biggest thing for you to learn to just get used to being on that line and and uh, just knowing that you're supposed to be there type of deal. Um. Well, of course, through amateur racing. Uh, you do really well, or I, I, I did really well in amateur racing. And I just knew that, you know, I'm on a factory team, I'm on a factory bike. So for me, it was easy to, to say I belong here and this, this is normal for me. Um, I would say for a privateer guy trying to make it like yourself, it's, it's tough to go to the line. Cause there's a lot of dudes just like you also trying to make it. And, uh, and really, I feel like the toughest thing my rookie season was just learning the tracks because they only give you one free roll lap and then straight into 15 minutes of qualifying. So 
and and a lot of the times the fastest times come from the first practice because the track's so smooth. So I say the, the the best way to get over that is just to go out there and pretend like you're racing in the first practice and just try and go as as good as you can for as long as you can, really. All right, thank you. So that was a good question, though, Doc, because uh, Max Doc's, Doc told me like he he's struggles with going out and just putting a fast lap in right away, which you kind of have to do and the pro ranks because you have the limited amount of time, limited, limited amount of track time. And, you know, he, he kind of works into his speed. Like, it takes him a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then you just said, like, the fast times usually come out of that first qualifying. I felt like the track was better, though, for the second qualifying because they knocked down some of the big ruts, and, and it was pretty slick. I mean, I guess it was slick all day, but first qualifying, yeah. it was really slick. So yeah. what would yeah. be some of your suggestions for a guy like him that has to figure out how to go out Roll lap one lap and then hammer down. Like you just have to have throw caution to the wind almost and just go. Yeah, well, of, this weekend for sure, second practice was better, which is not not you know normal, very common. Yeah, yeah, it's not normal for that to happen. But what I did last year was you do your roll lap, second lap you you follow someone or, or at least try to get up front and get a little bit of a toe from you know a little bit of a faster guy and hit all the jumps uh second lap and third lap put in your time and then try and do and just try and keep it going you know if you if you mess up your third lap maybe check up save save a little bit go for your fourth go for your fifth yeah and then really you only get six laps out out of max usually depending on how long the track is but uh yeah first lap roll second lap get all the jumps third lap go for a time and and then you just kind of go from there and if you mess it up you know you check up stuff like that well, there you go, Doc. So now you know what to do at high point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless unless second practice is you know going to be faster because of how muddy it is. <laughs> right, right. In first practice. Yeah, yeah. Then you can just learn the track, take your time, and then be ready for the second practice to to go out and try and go fast. Hey, you think uh, DeCoster and Ian would let? Uh, I mean, uh, Doc's on a KTM. You think he could just roll up under the tent and? <laughs> <laughs> With that teal, with that no teal blue, with that teal blue metallic plastic, yeah, yeah nobody will notice. Uh, oh yeah, no. yeah. The bike looks, bikes look good. Yeah, the teal bike looks sick. Um, but there ain't no room in, under the tent <laughs> on the <laughs> right. other side of the tent oh, either with four guys. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, especially Dungey. I'll, I'll smell pit in the wash station. <laughs> wash station. <laughs> get, on, get on one of the titanium stands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You mentioned the team. Do you do you feel like how do you necessarily do you feel? Because there's always a there's a little bit of added pressure from your sponsors and stuff. But how do you handle that pressure from a certain expectation? And then like what do you what does pressure do to you? Does it motivate you or kind of how do you deal with that? Um, I wouldn't say I'm bad under pressure. Um, I'm not trying to say that. I just I'm just saying yeah. how how do you wow, deal with Scotty. like certain expectations from because KTM's obviously investing money in you too. Yeah. Like, because they're KTM, you know, they want to be the best. So, like, just not saying that you're not going to be able to do that. Just how do you handle that that kind of expectation? Uh, you really just don't even think about it. Uh, you kind of so so focused on just building yourself and trying to be better every weekend. Hangtown was good. They were happy with that. And uh, the, the next goal is to at least get another, hopefully, you know, get up in the top five this weekend. And then... Uh, I think red butt. I like that track. I like the dirt, and you know, see what you can do. If you get a good start, you see what Kitchen did. And yeah. I feel like I'm just, just I'm tall, lengthy, just like him. We ride pretty similar. I mean, I can do this. I feel like I could do the same thing. So, 
Yeah, was it Hangtown last year, or was it that you somewhere last year you had a killer start uh, before? Paula. We had Paula. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you were out front for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was out front for, for twenty. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 and then you crash, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the bike. The it was the oh, bike. the bike. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the bike blew up. Yeah. God dang! Wow, my memory sucks. No, I I totally see him. Yeah. And then upcoming races, getting a whole shot and well, doing. He similar. definitely has the the ability. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's just everything has to work perfect at this level. Like right, I mean, Max. Like there's there is no room for a mistake. Really, like a you know, there's no room for any. You have to be 100. percent If you're 95, percent it's it's not enough, and that's so difficult. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're uh, the Lawrence brothers, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, hey, I want to go back to the mechanical for just a second. When you have an issue like that in Moto One, does that also play into your mind a little bit in Moto Two? Like, because I, your dad said it was cutting out a little bit or something, and it was like right before the double after the start, right? The the first double, I think. Yeah. So the thing, yeah, it went in the second corner, and it just started start cutting out and it's even on TV. You yeah. can watch it where I, I'm literally just, everyone's going by me. And I, I came to a complete stop before that first double because I did not want to get landed on. So I was the last person going off that thing. And then, yeah, I limped it into the mechanics area, but it's just like when it happens, you're like, just be, you know, a bog for a second. It'll be fine for us. But of course it, it wasn't. And it's such a bummer to lose points like that. Yeah. Considering I was, I was only, I, I believe nine points out of fifth and now I'm like 38 out of fifth. So it's tough. You, you got to eat that, but I mean, it's a long season. I'm sure Absolutely. a lot of the guys that are in front of me in the points have something similar happen to them, a crash or a bike failure, you know, crazy stuff happens in, in one 30 minute moto. There's so many guys that go down and, and stuff that happens. So, you know, just got to keep plugging away at it. Yeah. But does that mentally, do you think about that mechanical in the next moto or do you have to put that out of your mind? I would think you have to, cause it's kind of like, injury or whatever you can't think about those things or you're not going to be able to go 100 percent. yeah no i mean they motor swapped it so yeah it's a brand new motor it'd be really rare for something to go wrong right. uh, especially with the the level of the team that i'm on so you know i just all i was thinking about was getting a good start from the outside the best that i can do so which you must have I've, I've, i didn't see I, it i've yeah, if you watch it, it looks like I have the whole shot from the outside. I was at least even whoever got it on the right. I looked over and I was dead even with whoever's on the inside. But um, some privateer dudes on well, that, that were inside of me that had the shorter run up to the corner yeah. instead of hugging hugging tight and with the group and going middle, they just went straight to the berm and <laughs> cut me off. So I had to check up. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't standing there by the start for that one. But your your dad your dad has said beforehand like man he's really you know worried about having to get a good start from the outside it's gonna be tough and then I saw you came around in a pretty good position I was like damn he must have done pretty something right yeah I, I it was funny because my uncle he's always at home he's watching lap times all day and, yeah. and watching practice and he called me right before I went out to go to that moto and he was like the best you can do from the outside is 15th that's the best you can get and I think I started 16th so he oh, was nice. pretty spot on with that call so. That yeah, starts weird I mean, anyways. Yeah, I'm well, of course, first year starts up at altitude. Yeah. And then um, it like goes uphill and then it plateaus at the top, so you have like yeah, no momentum flat. and then it's just like Oosh. you have to slow down. You have to like you're like, Oh crap, I'm already up here. Oh wow, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scotty. Yeah. Um so what I, what do you like about outdoors maybe compared to supercross and then what track upcoming do you think suits your style the best? 
Um, well, of course, amateur racing, all you grow up on is, is outdoors. At least when I was coming up now, they've got some of the future skies racing at the actual supercross tracks was, I think is what they needed to do. Um, but yeah, you know, you just grow up on outdoors. So you kind of prefer that more when, when you're first coming in, but it, I like supercross too. I just got, I just had un, unlucky crashes and just, you know, always trying to come back injured. So it kind of just stumped me and I couldn't really get going. Yeah. Um, but as far as tracks that suit me coming up, uh, I feel like Redbud is a good track for me. And then, uh, I was doing good at Southwick last year until a lapper <laughs> came me out. <laughs> You're right. What about Millville? Yeah. That's like my favorite place. You like that place? Yeah, that track is good. That track's got, that's like a, I'd say like the most realist motocross track. You got sand, you got some, some clay ruts, you got huge uphills, uh, roll, like big sand rollers. Um, I did good there last year too. Pretty good. Yeah, it's so, fun. I'd say Millville, Redbud, Southwick, and, of course, Paula again at the, at the end of the year. Right, right. Uh, yeah, one of our listeners kind of brought this up. Uh, to you, what do you think of your transition from TLD to Fox, and maybe which one do you kind of obviously you're going to prefer the Fox at this point? But what 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 talk about that transition? Um, yeah, it's just I think the first year I, I was running TLD, it wasn't even like a a, a it was kind of a weird deal because I I had a contract with trolley designs ktm before it went to trolley designs gas gas yeah and so then it switched from ktm needing a rider which of course they decided to pick me and i still had a year on my contract with tld so i think it was just like a trade-off is okay we'll take max to ktm but he'll still wear your guys's gear so that that was kind of the deal is how that went and yeah you know tld gear was was great uh they they did everything you know they possibly could do for a gear company and yeah they they didn't skimmy up a contract to sign me for next year and and fox stepped in and yeah it's been great so far i mean the gear is sick and uh i mean yeah i'm i'm sitting right up top like wearing the same gear as ken roxon so that feels pretty cool and dungey of course you know yep. always looked up to him when coming up through amateurs and being a little kid watching on TV, so yeah, I think I think we need to get one of those jerseys for the studio because we still have the uh, we got the Seven Eleven jersey in here from a couple years Cherubis ago. Cherubis one, the Cherubis one. What, if you don't learn how to say it, <laughs> listen. I've even asked Max, and he's like, "Dude, people say it differently." I'm a but, but yeah, they say it wrong. The the guy, it's their last name. It's a Cherubis. Yeah, bro. Cherubis. Okay, hey Max, is your dad is your dad there? Because I need to pull his sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, honestly though, like Tyler Internet couldn't say it. Tyler was sponsored by him for years. I, yeah. I coached him through the commercial that he recorded for us for forty five minutes, and he never got it right. Never. Yeah, there's like four or five different like ways people say it. Me and Max were playing games one night, and I straight up asked him, "How do you say this?" And he's like, "Dude, like there's so many different ways to say it." There's a lot of wrong ways to say it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, everyone, well, say, yeah okay, exactly. everyone say, says it differently is how he said it, I think. But, they do, but they yeah. say it wrong. Yeah. I right. get to hear someone saying the right way, which is how Darkseid said it. Yeah. Thank you. Have you had much interaction with Dungy and how's, how's that kind of been? That, and and Kyroli. <laughs> oh, and Kyroli. 
Um, try really. I mean, I have, I went out and practiced with him when I was in Cali. Um, yeah, you know, he, he, they, he's still a Euro. They, they kind of do their own thing a little bit, but yeah, it's, his, his kid's really nice and sweet and, and he's been fun to have at the track when I was there. Now I'm back in Florida, but Dundee, yeah, he's been kind of quiet. I haven't really had much interaction with him, to be honest. He, he, he kind of stays in over and does his own thing and, you know, you see him here and there. Oh, hey, hi! And but not like just sat down and was just talking, like shooting shit with them yet. Um, yeah, you need to do that, I man. There's a just, lot of there's a lot yeah. of knowledge in those two guys. You need to absorb it while you can. I know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Dungey's just so focused on racing right now. He don't yeah. even talk to nobody. He right. rarely so cool. comes out to do autographs. I think he's just so focused on what he's doing. Um, but yeah, it's so cool to have those guys. Let me ask you about your little secluded corner of that tent, man. Who, whose idea? Like, is that where you just kind of hang out most of the time? And if so, like, who's why? Um, that was just what we did last year when uh, we were doing outdoors. Cooper was on the other side, yeah, and I was on that side, and that's just kind of how we rolled. And even in Supercross, it was still the same because just in the truck and in, in the trailer, there's we have like four little bunks but i mean it's still pretty tight in there so it, we we spaced it out a little bit because you get so much stuff collected that you have to bring to the track and stuff and and also last year uh trying to get used to heat we just would would stay outside in the under the corner and so that's kind of like my corner under the truck okay i was and just I think, like like i was out there sitting at a table with steve and uh like Tony and Jill and the dungeon was out there. And then you were just like back there hiding in your little corner. I was like, dude, why are you so antisocial, bro? Come <laughs> hang out. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that's, that's my spot. That's just routine, I guess. All right. All right. Last, uh, question I think I have for you here is whatever video games you play with doc, who's better. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know. It, we play, it's we play close. Sim. It's pretty close. Uh, we we started playing around the same time, so uh, yeah, we've done a couple like little sim races, yeah, and yeah, we split we split motos, so yeah, we're, we're pretty even. But Call of Duty, I got to beat for sure, hundred percent. Like, well, I'm, I feel like with Doc's results this weekend at Thunder Valley, he maybe needs to quit playing sim so much and go ride. Actually, you can even <laughs> ask Max. I haven't been on my computer in like probably three weeks yeah that's true i haven't i haven't seen him in a while yeah and he's out riding 105 degrees today i was like oh i was like yeah, no that's way. a real fill out yeah he better be yeah he i mean it, it was it was hot here but 105 no way yeah well hey and you should be very thankful young buck's still your mechanic right yeah yeah, yeah. you should be very thankful for your mechanic because uh doc's mechanic this weekend not up to par it, it was it was dark side it yeah. was horrible it was, Really bad, dude. He, he couldn't set my whole shot device. That's that was my only job was setting the whole shot device. I had I to make him set on the top button. It. Couldn't even get to the bottom one. Yep. Oh, it was it's so embarrassing, man. Like I told his dad ahead of time, I was like, I don't want to be that guy. You were that guy. And I was that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, Max. Let's. Uh, we're heading into high point. Um, top five, dude. That's what I want out of you. I want a. I want a. I want a whole shot and a top five. Oh, whole shot. For sure, top five. <laughs> okay, well, let's let's. Yeah. I'm going to put you on my fantasy team as my first to finish line. So I'm putting high pressure on you. Don't worry about Ian's what Ian wants or what the uh, Roger Tosher want. You just need to get that first to finish line and have me in mind 
Yeah, he's going to be on the start going. When you go over the finish line, I want to, for the first lap, I want you to do a fist pump. All right. <laughs> are, are we doing it? Are we doing like the massive pool and doing it like first turn? Yeah. Oh no, no. I need it over the finish line. No, yes, you gotta, you gotta I want you to go to the finish line, line and be like, yeah, first the finish line for dark side. And, uh, like I want it in your head. All right. He wants you to say this out loud. He's gonna have a microphone yeah. holding it up over the. Yeah, we're gonna mic me up for the first lap. Right. Line. right. Yeah. All right, Max, dude. It was really cool seeing you this weekend, man. I always enjoy getting a visit with you. You're a really good kid. I love your dad. Uh, I appreciate Cherubies USA being the title sponsor of the show. Um, but man, I'm looking for good things out of you in, in the next few races. It's gonna get. It's gonna get better, dude. Yeah, we're we're chipping away at it. Yeah, uh, we're building, but it's been getting better and. You know, eighth last weekend, even feeling like I didn't ride very great is, is I feel like good. So let's absolutely just keep off that. All right, Max. Thanks for uh, thanks for always coming on here when we ask. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Good All luck, right, man. later. All right, thanks to Max Boland. He's a good kid, man. I really like. It's just always he, super nice. He's another one of those names I I just naturally look for when I'm watching the races. Like we talked about Hunter Lawrence. Like Hunter, yeah, yeah. I, Hunter Lawrence is the guy I look for. He's a guy I look for, a couple others, but he I definitely like to see where, where he's doing. I think he... I muted the wrong mic. I think he has a lot of... Did yeah. you mute mine? No, I muted I, the one that we're not even using, oh. so my, my blowing my snot locker out, as my dad would say, probably <laughs> probably made it on to audio. Man, I do... I like... I'm sitting here literally as we're doing this interview, these interviews, thinking about the guys on Pulp chat room last night. They're like, yeah, I'm going to check the show out. If and you're blowing my nose, coughing... Like I said, I mean, I could have just not done the show. You don't sound that bad. Okay, I feel like I do. No, you don't sound bad. bad, but the coughing it's just is the coughing. Yeah, the coughing. But, you, but I'm sure they can. I'm trying here. to pull away from it. I tried to well, mute my mic. Most tell of the me, time. can you can you hear this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh well, yeah, it doesn't yeah. pick up. <laughs> doesn't pick up loud, but um, okay. Uh, let's take a commercial break. We'll be back with Derek Kelly. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Only an idiot would not rush down to their local WPS dealer to check out the complete line of 2022 fly racing products. So if you don't want to be an idiot... Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Then rush down right now. Of course, obey the speed limits. The need to get your hands on a Formula helmet will not get you out of a ticket. Once you get there, ask to see everything Fly Racing offers, from the Evolution DST to the light racewear to the kinetic lines. They have a gear line to fit your needs. Fly Racing has been developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Just ask current riders Zach Osborne, RJ Hampshire, Carson Mumford, and the beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. Don't forget about their women's and youth lines and the all-new Zone Pro goggle worn by Justin Brayton, Shane McElrath, Max Anstey, and Joey Sabachi. Again, visit your local shop and support your WPS rep today. Check out flyracing.com for all they offer. If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works. Wait, what, what was that? It's the Supercross guy voice. No. No, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, build performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, hire rev limits, and custom maps needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like, 
If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact Williams Moto Works at 414-467-6199 or follow them on Instagram at camdesigner or you can even email them at Williams Moto Works. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay, that's better. Not good, but better. Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burr Motorsports. It's Shock Socks, the number one 10-second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the BurrMotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of shock socks today. All right, our next guest is brought to you by Works Connection. Since the inception of Works Connection in 1989, Eric Phipps' goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. For products like the Industry Standard Pro Launch Start Device, the Elite Clutch Perch, radiator braces, customized massive cylinders, cylinder covers, and much more, it's hard to imagine you not going to worksconnection.com so you too can have what the pros use. And use promo code MOTOXPOD20 to save. And he's also brought to you, this is the True Fusion Sports Derek Kelly check-in. True Fusion Sports was created out of necessity for products designed for recovery and performance at the highest level. With natural anti-inflammatory ingredients like Arnica, Montana Flower, and Magnesium Sulfate, their soaks and topicals relieve pain, mend injuries, and allow muscles to perform at their highest level. Use code MOTOXPOD to save at TrueFusionSports.com. Got a little story about some True Fusion products that we'll get into in just a second. Derek Kelly, bro, 12th. What's up? Yep, yep. 14, How's it going? 10, buddy. Not yeah, first bad. out 10 in a moto. Yeah, not yeah. bad, dude. You and your teammate, Josh Varese, were nose to tail that second moto before he fell. Looking good. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're the dream team for sure. It's uh <laughs> It's nice to have him on the on the rig for for these rounds, for sure. Yeah, because he this is his first round in um, on the team. He was uh, Husky beforehand, kind of doing the I don't really know. It was like a private support, support a little bit of support from Husky. Moved over to the a- AEO team. Yeah, you guys seem like you get along pretty well. Yeah, no, he's a he's a really cool kid, and uh, he's uh, super grateful and and uh, super chill to hang out with. Now I I enjoy having him on the rig for sure. Well, tell me what it was. I mean, was there anything in particular this weekend? Uh, was it the track, the elevation? You know, you just being a badass in shape. You know that <laughs> that it got this top ten, or you know what what was it? I was just just keep plugging away. I mean, not, nothing in particular. I mean, the bike's really good, so I'm I'm used to going up there and having a having to ride a turd. So <laughs> so having having a pretty good bike up there and and everything just uh, it worked out. I'm I'm. I'm just uh, gaining every week and stoked to stoked to keep improving. Uh, how about your trainer Evan? Is he he give you any pointers for the elevation? Anything that helped out? Uh, I mean, nothing in particular this weekend. Obviously, lots of fluids and and uh, warm up and, and stuff like that. But it's uh, this weekend we didn't we didn't do much different than we normally do. I don't really struggle with altitude sickness or anything like that. So. Um, just came into it like a normal race perfect yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you think the changes that they did into the that little top section do you think that that accomplished what they were trying to do uh, i mean i didn't really speak with the the track 
That was Ben LeMay, by the Just your perception of it. But my my opinion is I, I appreciate them slowing it down. I did not enjoy that hill um, last year at all, coming down it anyways. So um, it was really tight, and it was kind of like barrel racing through that one, that S-turn, yeah. snaking back and forth. So, I mean, there's definitely room to, to improve and polish that up a little bit. But I think that overall, from a racer standpoint, I enjoyed that a lot more than than having to go fifth wide into super gnarly braking bumps. Yeah, um, yeah it's, kind sure. of, it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like the elite guys, I think Eli and Kenny didn't like the change, like those top guys. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I, I just watching it, when I saw the change, I was like, oh, yeah, that's just slow down because that's scary. I mean, Eli got hurt there, and uh, somebody else. Did, did, somebody else had a big crash net there a couple years ago. Oh, who was that? It was uh, uh, Miriam wadded off of the, yeah, the drop-off. Yeah. But anyway, no, I know what you're talking about. But that thing is, yeah, that thing's pretty. I don't know, man. Those downhills <laughs> scare me anyway. Uh, yeah, I was really impressed, though, man. You were riding so well, and I was like trying to keep an eye on you every lap. And it's just, it's just really cool to see, man. You like the next steps. Now we need top five. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna just keep keep plugging away. I mean, like I said, I I don't go out there thinking, oh, I'm gonna go get this place or that place. Yeah. I just try to ride the best I can and. Obviously, I want to want to do good, and top ten seems to be pretty solid. So, just keep improving. How was uh, hitting that big triple coming out of the bottom on the, the first time you went for it? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't even come close. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I feel so, the same thing. Yeah, so I got I got Doc Smith in studio. He's uh, one of my co-hosts' son, and he made his pro debut this weekend. And I just happened to catch him on his first attempt. And it was like, he probably took about six inches of the top of the landing off when he hit. I I shifted up to third a little too early. Bogged a little bit on the bottom and I was like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Just buried it. Yeah. It was like half the jump. I could just see the dirt explosion as he cased it. I was like, oh God. Well, yeah. And then it was muddy as hell before it. So it was coming up to it. Going (laughs) off the track. But Stank was doing it on the 125. Second practice. There's no way. He did it it. it second practice on the 125. It was way better second practice. 125 in quotation marks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Probably probably 150. Right. But still, yeah, the thing was, I mean, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't do it. No, of course not. (laughs) Hell no. Watching some of those kids, like the other triple or whatever, I guess that's, I call it a triple up at the top of the hill, that, you know, that at the top part of the track, the one before the yeah. finish line. No, it's yeah, like nice. after the downhill and before the chicane. Oh, okay, there's that roller before. Yeah, it? that roller before. Like there were some kids, just I think there were star kids that were like backwards off that thing. And even in the race, they were just whipping it all the way backwards, and I was like, God, I'm so jealous. Well, the problem is, I would I would go long on that top one every single time. <laughs> Why? Like I I, I don't think I I don't know. I just really didn't want to come up short on it or what. I just thought it was bigger, oh. and I just kept going to flat every lap, flat, 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 and then I'd frame the frame the next one. So I'm like sick. Yeah, I had someone like Fun jump day. into the cor- that sweeper in front of me in practice. It was it was sketchy to watch. The man about died. <laughs> What you uh, did you make any changes after first practice with how slick it was and did you, like were there any big changes to try to get a little more traction? Um, I mean, there's not much you can do with the bike. I mean, they just it was just muddy. So yeah, um, I stiffened up the front forks a little bit. I felt like I was diving, but that didn't really have anything to do with how slick it was. It, I mean, it just the track looked like especially second qualifying. Like it looked really good. 
But I guess yeah, everyone was saying like, qualifying was solid. Yeah, everyone was saying though underneath it was it was still a little slick. Like you would get to the slick hard pack stuff and just break loose. Yeah, it's just like it felt like a mud race all day long. Yeah. Honestly, I mean it's ninety degree mud race, so that's that's a lot of fun on a bunch of off campers on a hillside. <laughs> yeah, well, I came I came around sight lap first moto, and after that first triple step up thing, that that like off camber yeah. left hand down the hill, yeah, and there was literally running water. I'm like, are you kidding uh, me? I was like, I I didn't make the moto, so I was yeah. watching them. <laughs> And I watched them just continuously water this thing over and over. I'm like, yeah. I, I understand this This has to go through this moto, but this is the last moto of the day. There's no reason to make a pond in this corner. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, like, there was one line through that whole whole corner all day long because it was so muddy outside of the main line. I'm okay. Like, stop watering. I couldn't see that corner really from where I was at any point during the day, and I haven't watched it back on TV, so I missed all that. I also heard, I just remember this now, and I wish I'd asked Marshall about it, that they had a waterline break at the start line right before the 450 first moto, and like the whole area was flooded, and they just really? scraped it all off or something. I don't know about was that. Was it right on the, the right side of the gate? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah, that was a mud hole there, so I figured something happened. Yeah, they had a waterline break, and some, I think it was Tom Journey or somebody was telling me, yeah, it was Tom. Because I was riding back to the hotel with him and Weege, and Tom's like, "Yeah, they just took like some dirt clods and stuck it in the pipe to stop the water, <laughs> and like kind of have half-ass fix it during the middle of the race or before the race, the gate drop." So, um, really, yeah, just just thought of that. I wish I'd found out more. But um, hey, the other thing I want to talk to you about True Fusion, you brought me some products, you yep. brought me some of your soak, which I can't wait to use. But you brought it in like a one-gallon bag, guys. From a distance, it looked like I was post. carrying a bag of cocaine. So I was like, I wonder how this TSA. Was. Oh, they stopped me. They did? Oh, yeah. They pulled my suitcase. As soon as it went through the x-ray, they pulled it. And the lady came up to me, and she's like, uh, sir, do you have, like, any remains or anything in your suitcase? And I was like. <laughs> Ashes. Yeah, I was like, no, it's a bag of, like, it's like Epsom oh, salt. Peepaw. It's Peepaw. I wanted to go on a trip with me. Yeah. So, so that helped me up a little bit. He for the urn. <laughs> He was to get spread over the mountains of Thunder uh, Valley. Yeah. So that held me up just a little bit, and they had to test it. And she was uh, like, I'm sorry. oh, it smells so good, though. And I was like, yeah, it does, because it works. You sent him a link. Out True Fusion. I told her yeah. what it was called. I said, True Fusion Sports, ma'am. But That's I appreciate cool. you hooking me up. But I knew, I actually even po- I posted it on my social media, because I was like, how many people think I'm going to have an issue at Twitch TSA? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I saw that. That was funny. Yeah, like everybody around me when she pulled it out of my bag was like looking, like, "Oh, what is that?" It's like, yeah, that's a bold. That's a bold traffic right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, if I still had long hair, I would probably been handcuffed. Oh first. yeah, no, you they would have tackled you. Yeah, you. But hey, man, I really do appreciate you hooking me up with some of your product, man. It's it's going to be very useful for my old age. Of course, and I appreciate all the all the plug in a way that you do every every time i come on i appreciate it of course it. you got one more scotty before we let him go yeah so so you've been getting you know obviously you've been doing pretty good you've been i'm, I'm imagining you've been like what about 13th to 15th on the start somewhere around there um i started last weekend at hangtown i was i had pretty decent start i was top 15 starts but this okay. weekend first moto i crashed in the start so i had to come from like 37th and then second moto i was probably like 25th Okay, so my my question is is when when you're in those first couple of maybe the maybe lab first couple of corners and there's and you're in that top twenty ish range and they are all like trying to get position, you got roost, mm-hmm. adrenaline's going. Like how, how long 
till you take your first first breath. Like yeah. how long, like end of the race. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's definitely I've gotten better with breathing over the last couple of years. I mean, take me back to twenty twenty. I probably probably say I didn't breathe until the third lap, but um <laughs> It's definitely, it's gotten a lot more, um, manageable as far as that goes. Like I've gotten more used to it and I'm able to just focus on different lines and stuff and, and breathe. Cause if you hold your breath for the first few laps, you immediately get arm pump. And yeah. yeah, it's not a fun day if you hold your breath. Do you have to like kind kind of consciously tell yourself like, breathe, breathe, breathe. Like that's, I, I kind of have to do that when I'm racing. You gotta I, have your mechanic. Right. And that's tw- plus 25 B. The like <laughs> they spell breath, 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 <laughs> breathe. Brief. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, it, it's definitely something I work on, on the practice tracks. And obviously it, I try to get on the line and a lot of people get hyped up and stuff. And I really just try to breathe and stay calm and, and be as relaxed as I can. Cause I have a really bad habit of get, when I try to charge hard, I get really tight and stiff and I just override the bike and it doesn't work for me. I mean, you're having to defy your body's natural reaction to what you're experiencing so like it's yeah. definitely not an easy thing to do definitely it's hard it's if it was easy everybody would do yeah, it yeah exactly well derek i just wanted you to jump on for a minute thank you for the true fusion product and uh congratulate you on that 10th in your moto man that's really cool and uh, man you know just keep plugging along and it, hopefully it just keep getting better of course thank you for having me on i appreciate it guys anytime i think uh i think i'll be at millville so i should see you in about a month right on look forward to that. that's one of my favorite tracks so me too. That's good. why that's one of the ones I picked. I love the I love the scenery there. I love that pond. Go jump in the water for a little bit, cool off. Just a it's a really don't fun go with track Kiefer. to ride. Do what? Don't go with Kiefer. No, definitely don't go with Kiefer. <laughs> um, Kiefer likes to get naked around ponds. Apparently, Derek. I don't know if you heard that story, but he's got a couple of restraining orders. <laughs> uh, I need to. I mean, have you not heard that story? No, I, I honestly. Well, when I was I, out there Friday, he took me riding in the high des. Him and his buddy Greg and Aiden. We all went riding desert up the uh-huh. hills and there's like a little oasis in the back of these hills where there's this pond and really? rocks and creeks you know it's a, 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 a water coming off of uh big bear i think yeah big bear anyway so me me and aiden decide well we're gonna jump in we've been riding for like an hour and a half we take our gear off and we're in our boxers and we jump in no big deal Kiefer yeah. and greg go uphill a little ways and we hear them up there going oh, oh. like aiden i think they want us to come that way let's go check it out and yeah. him and greg are Butt ass naked on the rocks, <laughs> like playgirl posing style. Oh my god! And That's I'm like, cute. "What the f, dude?" And he's like, "Well, I don't wear boxers when I ride, man. And it's it's no big deal. We're all friends." Wait, he rides without commando? No yeah, there no way. Yeah, there's no way. Bro. I'm telling you, they, Th- those brown stains ain't dirt. Apparently, did they you? I will, swear they don't wear. How would you not just land on your nuts like all the time? Uh, dude, like I uh, just chafing. I mean, I show yeah, that would be horrible. With the pad and everything. I it's, will not ride unless maybe I have they wear like padded underwear shorts on. or something. But they were uh, doesn't matter. They were butt ass naked on the rocks, <laughs> and Kiefer just show. kept trying to talk to me like it's no big deal. And I, I was like looking at the ground, or I was looking like a foot above his head when I was talking to him. And his son is there too. Yeah, and Aiden's, well, Aiden's so used to it. It's just <laughs> they just yeah. I mean, Kiefer is not Kiefer is not ashamed in any way, and he thought it was the funniest thing that I was so uncomfortable. So yeah, I think if we go to Millville, Kiefer might be on the rocks, but that's <laughs> naked. You never know. Anyway, that's the story there, Derek. But uh, yeah, I'll see you in Millville. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Right one. on. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. All right, thank Talk you. To you soon. See ya. See ya. All right, it's always fun talking to Derek. Good, good guy. Hooked me up with a bunch of product. 
didn't get me arrested, so we're good. Um, <laughs> all right, quick, we got one more commercial break. We'll be right back, and we'll talk to Doc, and we'll wrap up Thunder Valley. Are you tired of your bike looking stock? Have you had enough of arm pump from inferior handlebars? Are you sick of losing the race on the last lap because you can't hold on to your old worn-out grips? If you've had any of these things happen, you don't have to be the laughing stock of your moto group anymore. Today, the Moto X-Pod show is here with the solution of all your problems. Torque One Racing. Torque One is an organization founded by individuals with passion above and beyond for the racing industry. Their mission is to provide high-quality, economical performance parts for your dirt bike, quad, and street bike. From the attack handlebar, defy lock-on grips, vengeance levers, and more, their products are made to the highest of quality, the lightest in weight, and most importantly, affordability to their customers. They bring passion, commitment, energy, focus, enthusiasm, and ambition to their products. And most of all, they are an experienced organization that has come together from other organizations to bring you the best of the best. Visit them at TorqueOneRacing.com. That's T-O-R-C-1 Racing.com. And be sure to follow them on Instagram and Facebook. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up in just a few minutes. Hope you're still with us after all my congestion and good fun stuff. But <laughs> just go. What? Just leave it. Should I just, just let it go? Yeah, just let it go. It? Yeah, yeah exactly. I guess it's, okay. Anyway, uh, I told you guys, Doc Smith, you know, Doc Smith's in studio. He's going to be brought to you not, tonight by X-Brand Goggles. Top privateers like Couches and Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNC guys, such as Craig DeLong. Choose X-Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as the EKSS, the GOX flat out and the all new Lucid with Wave Latch quick release lens system. You are sure to find a goggle for you at a price you won't be able to beat. You can hit me up, darksidemx3 at AOL.com, or you can go to your local dealership and ask for X Brand distributed through WPS. Support the guys that support us tonight. X Brand brings us the Doc Smith check in. So, yeah, man, uh, Thunder Valley didn't really go great. You're coming off, you got a wrist injury anyway that you're still yeah. dealing with. Um, talk about what we talked about. You kind of you, you you took a long time to get going, like you didn't yeah, have much time. I uh, and I told you afterwards. I told your dad, like I just felt like they were the first one after the first qualifying. Like there was, I just felt like there's no aggression. Like you were just riding around, and I was I was getting bummed. Tell us like your your view of it, like what you you know how you deal with things. Yeah, so I uh, first qualifying, I, I just of course I've, I've never been to Thunder Valley before. So sure, new track, new dirt. I mean, I mean, we're pretty high up in elevation. It's it's a lot to take in, especially, and it's been it's my first outdoor ever. And your dad wasn't there. I mean, you have daddy issues. He's never uh, he's never around. Yeah, he'd be griping the whole time, anyways. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I spent all this damn money for you to actually, come up here. Actually, that morning he sent me a text that I didn't even see until after first practice. Oh, really? He was telling me just to have fun. You only get to do your first pro race once. Oh, I didn't see. Oh. I didn't see this until after practice. So I was already in my head. I yeah. was already just pretty Dad's much gonna like, be throwing the day away. Because I was like, this is going terribly. I'm riding like a like a local C-class rider. It was, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> there was moments when I was watching, I was like, I think I could go that fast. Yeah, there was, there was, times, how, there was times I was going in the ruts. How many people was there trying to make the 40 spots? Uh, there was 70. Oh, wow. I was going to say like 60, but I can't remember yet. Uh, there was like 
It was a lot. That's a, was, that is a yeah, lot. That's more than I cool. thought. I, yeah. I thought yeah, it was more were, like the fifty something. No, I think there was there was a lot, and then yeah. four fifty had like eighty something. But yeah, we were we were a few wow. spots off of how many the four fifty had, and uh, yeah, there was there was a lot of riders trying to make that one. But, yeah, you told me though that like you and your dad kind of said this too. Like you take a while to get going. Yeah. We already said this in the show a couple of times, and obviously that doesn't work at this level. Yeah. What do you think you're going to do to try to correct that? How do you do you think you're just you going to go out and just like when you go practice work on first lap sprint? Or? Yeah. So <laughs> today I did uh, a plan before I I wadded myself today, but I um my my plan was to do three 15 minute sprints. Yeah. Which is about five laps on on the track we were riding, and just same. Norm, normally you get about five laps in at the from what I hear you get about five laps in at those uh, qualifiers. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to do three of those. Just because right now I'm not worried about having the 30 minute pace. I, I know I can ride for 30 minutes straight at a, yeah. like a very like a good pace and be fine. But I need that that sprint speed. Yep, which is a whole different thing. And that's that's in Supercross too, really. Like you yeah. got to be able to go out and learn the track in one lap and go. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what's easier learning Supercross because Supercross tracks, like of course they don't get that rutted up, comparative to outdoors. Sure. So you know. Okay, there's three, maybe three lines in a corner, so you can kind of figure that out, and you kind of know around the track, and it's all spec built normally, right? So right. It's not hard to deal with on hitting the jumps as long as you're just can nut up and do them. Sure. But I just like I've always struggled in my amateur side of it with first lap sprints. I was always the person that could get a decent start and then go backwards because my first lap is just not as good as the others. But yeah, we were working on like 15 minute sprints today. And uh, that's going to be the, the whole thing from now until I'm consistently able to just go immediately. Okay. So that'll, that should, at some point training down here is going to have to give you an advantage. Cause I mean, it's, it's been ridiculous. I can't imagine how hot it was riding today. Yeah. First of all. And so that's got to like, you do that and then you go to high point this week and it's going to feel like spring. Yeah, Cause it's, a lot of those yeah. tracks, like Millville is super humid. Like here, uh, most of the West coast tracks going to be humid. So if you're, yeah. you're training for that, that's, that's going to be a benefit to you. You just got to get through qualifying and make the show. Like I think if you make the the races, the motos, you know, I, I mean, whether I don't know that I, you're ready to get a top twenty, but you're not going to finish last. Like you're gonna yeah, you're gonna build can, your conditioning's yeah. good. Well, and normally in my racing, if you look at any of my my uh, amateur career stuff, my fastest lap is normally one of the last laps of the moto. Yeah, from Loretta's to like any any long motos or even shorter races like. The longer the race is, the faster I get. So that's it's that's gotta be frustrating though, a little bit that you, that I can go that far and then have a fast lap at the end of it. Yeah, but it's a horrible thing because I can't get one in early. Early, yeah, yeah. How about that right hander coming to, to mechanics row? Like there was a couple times in a row that you took that inside in, in went, the first qualifying, I think it was, and you were like completely retarded. sideways. Was, you were like shaking your head. I was like, and that's when I, I think I videoed one of them, and I just I didn't even send it to your dad. I just deleted yeah, it. I, I appreciate was like, that. I was like, um, that's when I was like, I feel like I could go that fast. There's there's a couple yeah. laps where I was like, man, Doc's it, it was in your head. I felt like I was I was in my head from the second lap of qualifying. Yeah, from like I went out there, rolled the track first lap, and I was like, oh, this is a sick track. It's it's muddy, but then. Uh, I went to hit the finish line at the end of the first lap, 
Yep. And uh, oh, I saw that one too. I yeah, yeah. Case the yeah. crap out of it. That's right. I saw that. And from there and you were on, sideways. were you sideways? No, that was later. Okay, that's I the cross, one I saw. I where you, you, on the that. bike broke loose. Yeah, that was that was a whole different. They, they that it was dry, like hard, dry, slick. Yeah, yeah. And then there was a rut that was probably deeper than what you could I see. But it just caught me and threw That's me. That's the one I saw because I I glanced over and you were like completely sideways and I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna clip the the landing part and then mm. and then kick back the other I way and high side. And somebody uh, I don't side. remember who it was. Somebody did that. Really, I gotta watch yeah. the race back. But someone I, came out of I don't know if it's the same thing, but someone came out of one of those big kicker ruts. Yeah, like off of a drop off, and it just caught like that and it slammed him so hard. It was bad. This is off the subject of you, but it just made me think of there. I was up by the podium. I think it was two fifty Moto Two, might have been four fifty Moto Two. One of the Honda guys was walking from the mechanic tents over that little turn, the, the turn, the elevated turn before the finish. Yeah, and it's like literally, there's a walkway or, or a UTV like for the uh, yeah. medic road right next to the track. Yes, and one of the pros came over outside and like jumped off the track. And missed the Honda guy. He was he had his back to him by inches. Mm. Like I don't remember what really? guy it was from Honda, but he walked up to the podium. I was like, dude, you almost died. He was like, that was so close. Like that every time I walked that area, I was looking back because it was yes. very dangerous spot. But anyway, um, yeah, man. I mean, I think you know what you need to do now. Um, Doing it, you know, actually putting that in your repertoire of actual being able to put a sprint lap. It's not going to be easy, but if you're doing what you're saying you're doing during the week right now, hopefully at high point, it's going to be a little easier, and it will just get easier every yeah. week. Yeah, and then, like, of course, talking to people, just getting that experience and yeah. and getting more comfortable being at the races. Yeah. Because, like, it's it's a whole different whole different side of it compared to any amateur stuff, and and uh, it's just it's a lot to take in, especially for your first one. And that's the first time I've ever been to an, a national, a pro med national in general. Oh, you right. never went to I any of the freestone. You never went to the freestone ones, or anything? No, I'd, okay. I'd never been to a pro national in general. All right, so oh, it was, wow. I yeah, that's a lot to take in. Yeah, and then it was also a different schedule than what we normally would yep. have. So yep. that's next, this next weekend. I'm going to deal with that difference. Sure, but no excuses. I just need to be better in qualifying. Um, well, I, I know I, I have something here that we that can, we can at least prove one part of your weekend. Jake said that he would be your whole shot setter this weekend. So. Thank God. <laughs> I, I, 60 he said he'll be a high point. Mechanics license. I think I actually have a buddy coming to talk oh, yeah. with me. I, just, so. um, I appreciate it, though. Shout <laughs> out to the guys that helped transport your bike for you. That's going to help you out? Oh, yeah. So um, It's not the Tie Loop team. They just had the no, Tie Loop rig, so right? Yeah. It was a team called STR. Uh, yeah. Lance Kobush and Matthew Curler are on it. Yeah. And um, they, I, I know the family that has like, – the, is a, a very big association with that team and and uh it's uh Stace and Reagan Smith. Okay. They yeah. uh, they help they help me a lot by offering me a ride and help like letting me help them drive the rig up there and they're giving me a ride and and covering my expenses for food and stuff like that while I'm there. Which in turn cost me money, Scotty, cuz he was supposed to pick me up from the airport. You know what it cost the Uber from Denver Airport oh, to Lakewood to Thunder Valley? Cost you money or it cost the show money? The show. Exactly. But that was that money was going to go to the next trip, but no, oh. it's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. Oh, it was, well, was fifty-six dollars. Well, I was going to give you. Let me guess. I spent over like a hundred. He was about to ask your age, so, <laughs> yeah. so he knew how much to hey, guess. How old was your Uber oh, driver? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, fifty-six dollars. <laughs> fifty-six dollars. I don't care how much. How old was your Uber driver? 
Oh uh, all right. Anything else we need to talk about? I think we talked about all the racing. Um, again, I kind of briefly mentioned the, the stuff I got to do was cool. I, I always love going and like new experiences. And I, I did sort of openly admit that the haircut thing seems to be opening more doors. I mean, like Weege had me on the post, the best post race show. And it was kind of cool. I watched it back today. I was like, I, I felt like I did a horrible job, and I watched it back, and I, it wasn't bad. Dude, you do look way more professional. I mean, everybody it, keeps saying that, so I mean, it is what it is. But and you had a dirt bike out of it, so yeah, I know. Uh, Clay called me today, actually, from PDR, and he's sending the forks off to, to get coded today or this week because he's going to have the the company that does Pro Circuits is doing mine. There, I guess they're up there. They're going to code them, and he said, "I'll have it back." He'll have it back in like two weeks, so it's a little longer than I thought. But that's, I mean, like he's like, "Is that okay?" I was like, uh, "Yeah." I mean, Are you, you got, getting uppers and lowers done? I think just lowers. Yeah, yeah I think that's just fair. lowers. I don't know. It might be uppers too. I don't know. Yeah. Doing them in black though. I wanted when I saw the the star bikes this weekend. I was like, "Ooh!" I, I changed my mind. I texted him. I was like, "I like the blue. I really like the blue." He's like, "Well, all right, I'll do a blue, but it doesn't last." Like he said, those would last just a few rides. Or maybe a should like, done that all slick to the Cali bikes have one on that looks sick. Uh, they're gonna do them in black, and that's what I think that'd be cool. So I like the black stuff, so that'd be cool. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it was a really cool trip though. Uh, going to dinner with Weege and um, Tommy Tenders. I keep wanting to call him Tommy Fingers, like <laughs> yeah, like he's like a old mafia boss. Oh, Tommy Fingers! Over <laughs> like, there. Let me get them chicken fingers. Yeah, but Tommy Tenders and a bunch of the guys, we all went and ate out and ate, and it was actually taught. Tom was the one that like, hey, you want to go to dinner with us? And I was like, hell yeah. Did he get I, did he get uh tenders? They did order some, yeah. Yeah, they did order some. We went I to asked him that pizza. One. Do what? So I asked him that one time if like he actually likes Oh yeah, that's like, where it came from. He like he eats them like at least once a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where that's where it came from for sure. Uh I'm actually gonna do an article on him, I think, for my next racer X ten minutes with. I think it's gonna be on him. He's a good dude. Uh, how many times on the show do you think I say that? How many what episode? How many guests do we have? We uh, we have uh, well, no, how many times we, we're show, on two hundred and thirty seventh so, show three times so about on about average three times three guests per show yeah so, so yeah. about about seven hundred yeah about as many times as you ask me how old somebody is yeah so <clears throat> yeah really fun weekend I don't know there's a lot of things I could probably get into that I'm not even thinking about right now uh, meeting Tony Cairoli was cool meeting Jill Cairoli was really cool super nice people and then they're right that kid is cute as hell I don't remember his name. But Tony and Jill's kid is like he's got this big fro. Yeah, and he's just smiling and riding a stride around and super cool and everything yeah. goes like all the pits. It seems just, to be a, a everybody seemed to notice that. There's a lot of people that said that. Well, even Steve was like, I don't even like kids, and and that kid's like the cutest kid. And, I, and I'm telling you, Steve was just laughing and smiling at that kid the whole time I was under the tent. Everything that kid would do, Steve would laugh. Pookie, better watch out. I know, Pookie, better put the. Uh, what do you call it? The, the old locks? What do they call it? The chastity belt. Chastity belt. They put the chastity belt on, Pookie. What, what's the other ones? They did They did it in that Patriot where they like they like sewed them to like, they like sewed their hands to like this sheet thing that was like tied to the bed. It's, I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah, like a straight jacket. Me. It's basically like a straight jacket. No. Don't know. A sleeping, a, a sleeping sack or something like that. What does that do? It was just like they would literally like take a fabric and yeah. sew them, sew the guys into the fabric so they couldn't get out and have sex with the girl. Wow. That's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Go watch uh, the Patriot. It's in there. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else off the top of my head. I need, I'm going to wrap well, this thing up. I, I kind of wanted to ask you the okay. same thing we asked Max. What do you, what, which one of these tracks, because you haven't been to hardly any of these, so which one are you looking forward to the most? Uh, probably uh, Spring Creek, Millville. Yeah. 
just because um, I've ridden that track a lot with regionals and and races down over there. So, uh, what I'm about gonna, one that you haven't ridden? One that I'm excited that I haven't ridden. Yeah. Have you read uh, Road Red Bud? Are you doing Red Bud? I've I've ridden Red Bud one time. Okay. Uh, that was right in the middle of the Supercross season, actually. Yeah. I got right at the end, actually. But um, um, yeah, I don't. I'm not really super excited or bummed about any of it. I'm just like Taking I'm, re- it all I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like let's let's learn. It's a learning year. There's a lot to to do. Like to just learn. I feel like high point would be good for you. You're pretty technical, and that's got a lot of off cambers and stuff. So. I think that'll suit you. As long as I don't go full retard on my dirt bike like I did last weekend. <laughs> right. I don't think I've ever heard any any person be told more. Just don't just or even you even say yourself, just don't be a pussy. Just go like I <laughs> that's like a catchphrase around around yeah. this group. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> don't it's easier it said than done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up. I want to thank Cherubies USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, Expert Goggles, Works Connection, Torque One Racing, Our Jerky, Berm Lords Graphics, and Jersey ID. Yep, when I'm talking, I need to cough. <coughs> it's definitely the talking. Shock Socks, Williams Moto Works, Extreme Colors, Blood Lubricants, Power Band Racing, True Fusion Sports, and Grill Your Ass Off. A lot of promo codes. Grill Your Ass Off. Fourth of July is right around the corner. There's going to be a lot of cooking out. Go to grillyourassoff.com. Use promo code MOTOXPOD. Get you some seasonings. Get the chicken, the uh, Willie Pete's for chicken, Ma Deuce for your steak. A lot of good stuff. A lot of marinades. Get to cooking. Use those promo codes. Works Connection promo code MotoXPod20. If you need a start device or anything from them, use them. That way you support the show. They know you're listening. We'll get more sponsorship dollars next year. If you wish, go to Patreon.com, sign up, and support the show. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Cody and Jilly. You know, she cut my hair. Cody's actually going to donate some money to uh, the the Millville trip, so that's really cool. Appreciate that. We're definitely trying to get more funding together so that we can do some more races. We got MXDN coming up, going to that. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Millville might be the only other national we do, but that'll be okay, man. Two's not bad. Uh, nationals are hard to get to, man. It's expensive. But um, yeah, anything else, guys? Uh, that's it. Thanks to Marshall Welton, Max Volan, Doc Smith, Derek Kelly. That's it. Uh, Hopefully next week I won't feel sick, and maybe the show will be a little bit better. Maybe it won't. We're out.